Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Chuchigachri on Limited Train Works. It's August 12th when we're recording this. I decided that this is a better way so I never have to remember the number. I can just say the date Ooh. and then people know what's going on. That's uh, not a bad like, idea. Yeah, it's not. It's a lot easier so that I don't have to go, uh, it's, uh, you know, 45 mm. or whatever we're on. I think we're on 45. That, that, that is right, wow. yes. Fucking boom. Okay, who needs the date? <laughs> never mind. Uh, no. Um... Yeah, uh, we're here to talk about anime and anime-related things. Uh, with me, as always, is Elvie. Hello. Hey. Uh, and John. Yeah. We're all here. We've all got our idiot blood. It's all good. Let's just keep yep. going. Party every day, and uh, yeah, your yeah, life will yeah. be awesome, as they say. They, they do say that. Mm-hmm. Um, which, uh, I guess we can start off right away. Uh, our, so, our anime... Um, well, no, you know what? Let me. How, how y'all doing? You doing good? You you, you yeah. doing well? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I would say so. Cool. Doing better. Doing right, a lot good. better. That's yeah. good. That's good to yeah. hear. Good. Better is always good. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. Um, all right. There's there's my uh, obligation as a host to check in on my <laughs> constituents or whatever. Of course. Um, constituents. I don't know. Constituents. Listen, I don't know. Um, our, uh, our anime this this month was uh, the Eccentric Family, mm-hmm. um, which is based off of a manga by Tomohiko Mor- Morimi. Um, it's a it's a novel. A novel. Sorry, not a manga. Yes. I don't know why I said manga. I I psyched myself up beforehand to say don't say manga and everything, <laughs> and I did it. I did, I did the same thing with uh, Harui way back when. Mm-hmm. I was like, mm-hmm. don't say manga, don't say manga, and I think I still did even back then. <laughs> but you're good. Um, yeah, I think yeah. this is the um, author of Tatami Galaxy. Yeah, yeah, that's correct. Same person. Yeah. Um, Night is short. All that. It's it's a novel. And, and it's, a, uh, it's the Tomihiko Mori Me. Yep. Joint, yeah. PA Works made the anime uh, mm-hmm. back in 20, what, 2013? No. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. I'm right. Yeah. I've they been, did a second on, season of four years. numbers. <laughs> yeah. I, a second season aired uh, four years later, which is wow. weird, but 
I guess the book didn't the second book didn't come out until twenty fifteen. Yeah, so yeah, it's based on the second book. So yeah, I guess so that's fair. Whenever whenever there's another book, there will be another season. Yeah, if there is one, who knows? Um, but yeah, it's about you know Tanuki, Tengu, uh, humans, uh, drama, mm-hmm. uh, the Friday Fellows. <laughs> I, the Friday Fellows are. <laughs> A group of questionable strength, I have to say. Um, it's it's so good. <laughs> it's so good. But uh, the main gist of it is, uh, you know, there's this a family of Tanuki. Um, oh, it's uh, Shimogamo, right? Yeah, mm-hmm, correct. And um, they're they're all they all have stuff going on with each of them, but. Uh, they're, it's just about their relationships and uh, how they deal with uh, humans who are all evil. <laughs> and uh, Tengu who all look the same. I don't know. See, I, I, don't, I, don't, I wouldn't say that the humans are evil. They're just, they just don't, I, they don't know what they're doing. I yeah. think that is, mm-hmm. that is the whole thrust of that story, well, yeah, I feel I'm like. Just, yeah. I'm just putting in, you know, the, the, the initial mission statement of episode one. Right, of uh, course. Forward. Where they're right. just like, yeah, humans are fucked. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, this is a wild show. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know who wants to go first and discussing it. I could, but I don't know if anyone has any big ideas right out the get go. They wanna. I'd be down. All right, go for it. You go. Go ahead. All right. So uh, I think the thing that I enjoy the most about eccentric family is that it feels like a a modern myth um like just sitting there and thinking about how the characters interact with each other how the story is structured and just the context of their interactions it just reminded me a lot of you know being back in like middle school and high school or even you know more recently when you know you look into like ancient myths like not just japanese but you think of like ancient greek myths ancient roman myths um you know just any any kind of like myth about the creation of something anywhere um this feels like just one of those things it is these groups of individuals that have incredible power but it's just part of their lives and it's not really set up to be any kind of different thing you know like you think of you know you think of how like you 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 read an ancient greek myth and it's just like yeah zeus can throw lightning around and he's just doing all this dumb shit and it's just presented how it is and they're the the gods interacting like bleeds into the human world and that is often how the the events that transpire in the eccentric family are presented um like like it it's very much the story the story about the tanuki family and then the tengu get involved because the tengu are so powerful and there's important humans but they are a means to an end they are like one of two of them are, are characters but there are like you know you bring up the friday fellows i guess we should kind of put into context where the characters are who the characters are so yeah so there's the shimogamo family they are they they were originally like the family in charge of the tanukis in that city um their father uh, soichiro was the niseimon which is the leader of the tanukis 
and um, he was captured one night uh, and was eaten because every year the Friday Fellows are they're just these group of the group of people uh, mostly men who every year they um, they just gather up for New Year's and eat tanuki stew and to them it's just this like fun little tradition they're not you know po- it's not posited as something that is evil necessarily like everyone just kind of agrees that it happens you know like every year a tanuki gets eaten by the friday fellows and you know nobody wants it to be them but when it happens it's just like well that just happens some someone it'll happen to somebody um and you know the friday fellows they're just they're just dudes like they're just these like middle-aged men that are just hanging out drinking they don't care they're not presented as like these incredibly powerful individuals. They're just guys. And, you know, in a sense, that is how the other characters are like the Tanukis and even the Tengu. There's only really one super important Tengu who is, um, who is, uh, Akadama. They're, they're like sensei, their master. He's, um, he's this very, he's, a, he, he was a powerful Tengu. He hurt his back. Um, but, He's, you know, he's just, he's very depressed. He's lost his ability to fly. He can't walk very well. Um, so he's just hanging out, drinking, having a dirty apartment. Um, and the main character is Yasaburo, who is, um, the third, uh, son of Soichiro. Is he is? Yes, 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 sorry. Yes, he's the third one. So, I guess in order, it's, um, Yachiro who is the oldest one. He's the one that's got, like, the super spiked hair. Um, and then there's Yajiro, who, um, he's guilty about something, and he lives in a well, and he's turned into a frog, and he doesn't yeah. want to turn into anything else. He's just a frog. Um, he's a sad frog. Yeah, he's a sad frog. Uh, <laughs> Yasaburo, who's the main character, and then Yajiro, who's the... Er, no, Yash- Yashiro. Yashiro is the youngest one, um, and he's just, like, he's, like, probably like elementary to middle school age um and uh yeah that that's those are they're they're it's it's about them it's also they have their mom tosen um who just is either she's she's either in mom mode or she's in like prince mode it's very good um she just like strolls around town in like a straight up like fucking like french military outfit just everyone's just like damn that lady's cool looking um and it's just about their like interactions with the city and uh, especially uh with like there's some political intrigue going on there's some mystery with what um what's going on with their like um their uh like in-laws basically um but then probably the other most important character is Benten, who is this very mysterious woman, at least at first, and then they like fill in the gaps. Uh, and she um, was she she's just she just is in control. Like no matter what, wherever she goes, she is just in control. She is a bit kind of part of the Friday Fellows, but she has the ability to fly because uh, Akadama taught her. Um, I guess when she was really young, he kidnapped her, and instead of just like, you know, let let letting letting him just like do whatever like Tengus do, I guess to people they kidnap, 
he just taught her everything and he's she's like more powerful than he is now and you know she just goes around flies around takes advantage of everything and she, but she also has this very sad part of her that she tries not to show to people because she wants to be in control and you know she's she's a very interesting very very great character that uh like the whole show revolves around like everyone is just like it's it's very much one of those things where like if Ben 10 is not in the scene all the other characters should be asking where's Ben 10 yeah <laughs> so but they they do it in a good way it's it's not a cheap just dumb way but like she is very important to that uh to the series um but I guess that's like the general premise, um, but I I really loved it. Um, th- as as we as we mentioned, uh, this is a, a Tomohiko Mor- Morimi uh, joint, and I very much loved uh, the nice short walk on girl. I haven't seen Tommy Galaxy yet, but this was just so well paced, um, really fun uh, dialogue. Um, it's it's got it's it's got a lot of uh, like inner thought inner monologues about you know what it means to just be alive what is best in life in a way um but it doesn't take itself too seriously and it just revels in the world that it created um it's it's just very believable it's a very believable world when you know like at first you're sitting there just like oh yeah the world of tanuki but by the end of the show you really believe what's going on you feel for the characters you feel for like the the kind of dumb things that they're worrying about you know like why do the friday fellows just cook up a tanuki just because well you know at the beginning you're just like what the hell but by the end you're like you end up accepting it and you accept their fear and you accept the the concept of what's going on um there's just there's there's a lot of things that as you go you um you just you 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 fall more into the world and uh it's it's just such such great writing and um such a great world building that you know like they keep throwing shit at you and it just you know, and it, it, it never becomes overwhelming. It never becomes like, why do they do this? It's just, it's, it's all fun. It's all very fun. Um. So yeah, I, I, I don't know. I wouldn't say that it's anything like revelatory. Like I didn't walk away from it like thinking about life any differently or anything like that. But I definitely feel like it. It, it was such a fun watch, and it just made me, you know, it made me happy. It made me just feel like i was reveling in a world that i would love to be in for as long as possible and hey you know there's a second season so that's great um but yeah i guess that's that's my thoughts on it that um i just very much enjoyed watching it and uh like everything about it is fantastic you know like i wouldn't say that there's i mean there it's animated well i don't think there's anything that's like mind-blowing but it's got very nice colors. That is something I could I could uh, commend. Is that it is it, it is a very pretty show to look at. Um, fun music, you know, too. Um, great opening. Um, just uh, just solid overall. Definitely, definitely solid overall. I would I would recommend it to pretty much anybody. Um, but yeah, that those are my thoughts on Eccentric Family. Thank you. All right. No, that's good. Um, Elvie, do you want to go next, or do you want me to? Uh... Um, 
Yeah, sure. If that's okay. fine with you. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, it's not. <laughs> no, that's no, it. Sorry. Like, go ahead. I'm um, sorry. I have to always take the chance to go, no, <laughs> do whatever that. Um, yeah, I kind of have a little more mixed feelings about the show. Um, mm. What I really liked, um, I think, you know, I think, I, I think I kind of immediately understood, like, thematically what they were trying to go for. And the show is about tradition mm. and the yes. value of tradition. Mm-hmm. And in a way, it's very Japanese in that regard. Like, like there's very specific things about it where, you know, this kind of probably doesn't read as well. Well, not read as well, but it doesn't, it would not would not apply to, like, me as an American, right? Who were like, oh, yeah, yeah. I, do, I wouldn't kind of envision this happening in, like, an American family. But, you know, I don't mm-hmm. know. But, um, like, it kind of goes deep into the issues of, like, preserving tradition versus versus, like, challenging tradition. You know, we have that with... You know, like why are the Friday fellows eating to nuke You know, stuff like that. You know, yeah. you know they kind of they kind of present all these scenarios where, um, you know, you have things that are just is, but then you kind of have this family who are now trying to go against the norm of what just is. They're trying to like, you know, finally tackle that problem. You know, their mm-hmm. father they lost their patriarch because of this situation, and you know, here here they are now trying to go against the quo- status quo. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and like. Like, you know, and going back to tradition, we see that with their family itself, you know, Shimoga family, um, how, um, you know, in a lot of Japanese families, there, there tends to be like, you know, and like in other countries, again, like, I feel like you don't really see as much so much in America, but like, you see how um, certain families function on the idea of legacy and perhaps maybe have something patriarchal, like that is holding the family together. And, um, well, um, and you know, at some point they even mentioned arranged marriage and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that's something that's actually explored in the second season. You know, not to go too deep in it, but yeah, like- they, it especially it especially makes sense with what they're doing in using you know these folklore creatures like Tanuki and Tengu to present this sort of allegory for that, mm-hmm. which I think is cool, like interesting because we uh, when you know thinking about often um, the conversations and. Um, you know, East Asian cultures, you know, as, as an Asian myself, like it, and like a lot of like our cultures, there's like the, the, the constant clash between like modern cultures kind of seeping in, into our traditional culture and like, you know, the arguments for like, oh no, no, that's like Westernization and stuff. Or like, oh no, or, like were these ideals there the whole time and stuff, you know, like the idea that, you know, are like Western cultures influencing Asia and like, is that, is that actually true or not? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but that said, there, 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 there's a very interesting world here. Yeah. Um. You know, beyond like, you, you beyond um. You know, beyond the you know going going to underneath the surface like what those themes are, right? Mm-hmm. Um. But and I kind of wanted to learn more about it, but I feel like they didn't go hard enough, right? Um. We had a very we had a very, very strong first episode that was kind of, like, oddly action-packed in a way, like, more so than how the rest of the series um, ends up being, you know, unlike, you know, unlike, um, I guess I would say that, you know, kind of the few last episodes where we, where it kind of, like, Ardo's book ends again, where it kind of picks up again and, like, the conflict has escalated. But I feel like they, I feel like they didn't, like, explain or, I, I don't know about explain, but I feel like they didn't let us, like, um, kind of tied over, like, what, what's going on here and like what kind of like society we have here like you know we have like these mythical creatures hidden underneath like you know modern society but you know i kind of i kind of wanted to spend more time on just 
you know, just, just, I, I'm not asking for a slice of light, but just kind of asking more time to spend with, like, these characters, uh, as opposed to how much this series ends up immediately focusing on the drama of, like, uncovering the mystery behind how their father died. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I felt like it got, <laughs> I felt like it got, it felt, it got really Jamel dragged kind of quickly, you know, it was like, oh, okay, all right, we're going there right now, right? Um, like, the tune between the beginning of the show felt, oh, you know, towards the middle onwards felt like kind of two different shows, I felt like. Um, and I, I think in a way that um, the way they were unraveling and walking backwards to figuring out like what happened to their father, it kind of dragged on a little bit too. And again, I feel like when back to my issue of saying, oh, you know, I, I think we could have spent more time where there was nothing, you know, like again, like, there could have been just like a daily like vignette of like what happens like how, with how these people live and all that you know something that isn't focusing on the main conflict at hand right just to kind of pepper it in between um and what's his name again? Yasu, Yasuburo, Yasuburo Yasu, yeah. our main the main son we're focusing on right mm-hmm. right the whole thing where like in the beginning where he's like disguised as a girl and he's just screwing around we don't really see that again yeah like, what's going that on like, that was good yeah i was like what what like we don't we don't i don't, I don't think we see enough of them really besides you know like there was that episode uh, like focusing on tengu which i thought was cool like mm-hmm. we don't see like a lot of the magic i don't know if it's called i don't know if we would call it magic because that's inherently just what they can do right like but we don't see that stuff like like often enough to kind of get like oh okay yeah they're 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 that like they can do these things you know um like i i think also that goes into how you know again just sticking around like i feel like there was like a little like lack of development when it comes to world like there there were they were kind of vague to the extent of like how powerful people were too they weren't really mm-hmm. you know they were kind of like walking around saying like oh no we can't you know we can't really mess around with bent but like they're not they don't really show i think to the extent of what she's getting. like i like they show her as a person they show her as a person and like how she seems to be the type of person who knows how to talk to people and knows how to get her away and that's kind of cool but like Mm -hmm. they don't really show her as like this magical like human being that's you know really special in that way you know enough or like they don't really show the extent of what she's really able to do with that um and like you know, I don't. I feel like I feel like she's not even that magical. Like I like they show her flying. I'm like, okay, cool, because you know she learned that from her Tengu like guardian. But like other than that, like people are, are like mesmerized by her because they think she's hot. Like that's kind yeah. of what I'm seeing. She's not. She's like kind of hypnotic in that way. And like she's you know, it's so it's so it's, it's 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 just like I don't know. It's just it, she doesn't. She stands out. But then I I kind of still don't. It's it's not registering with me as to why right. Um, and like there you know there was a whole episode dedicated to her where i feel like they also didn't quite you know at the end they didn't quite answer i think a lot of questions i had about her like i don't know i don't know about her like complacency or i guess like her involvement with like what the incident in regarding to their father like i they don't really quite answer i think the right questions you know they they kind of they do answer the ones about like um, you know, explaining how she's the way she is, and I think they really go into much detail about like her relationships with all these families and like why. You know, they don't have to. You know, they don't over-explain. I think, but like then, but then as a result, they don't. I think go quite deep into the 
you know, the nuances of, like, why was she involved in this whole debacle to begin with, right? Yeah. Um, and, like, and, like, in the end, right, you know, like, you know, if I'm going to jump to the ending, like, in the end, she's, like, kind of back by... Uh, she's back by like Akadama's side in a way, like I or maybe I read it, read that situation wrong. But like, th- then they're kind of like acting like nothing happened. That to me was a little weird. Like, what? She kind of was like part of like this whole thing that killed their father. I I don't know. Yeah. I, I maybe maybe I totally read it wrong, or maybe I'm not getting something deeper there where it, it's conveying something much more. Com- it's conveying something much more complicated than that, right? Because, uh, um, but. Yeah, again, like, I, I, I think there were just some points in the series where, oh, like, man, I wish they could have explored that more. Or, like, maybe went into deeper, like, exploration of, like, what, what's going on here. Especially in relationship to the fact that they are, like, in a secret sort of world underneath, like, our own eyes, right? Um, but, yeah, what, yeah, like, and, you know, just to go back to my first point, I really do love, like, they're using this as sort some sort of, like, metaphorical bigger message about traditionalism and that to me Mm -hmm. that to me is like cool like you know and it kind of does cap off at the end again especially with how um keep forgetting her names even though i just said it how how our main character kind of is like resigned with himself and he's just kind of like thinking about like where to go from there Mm -hmm. even though things seem to have settled in a way like the dust has settled a bit but there's still clearly like more things to think about in regards to their family and how it all goes back to their family because at the end of the day that's what is kind of important to these characters which is that sort of legacy that sort of blood tie right Mm -hmm. So it's it's it presented how it presented many situations and ways and how traditionalism like negatively affects people and how that can be really hurtful and it's like hurting people it's like it kills people it, it, it makes people eat tanuki for some reason <laughs> why would you do that I don't know I don't know I don't know if that's even a real dish maybe it probably is but um but there's also like ways where it's a good thing such as like the bond between like everyone right mm-hmm. um i think my only other question which is pretty insignificant but kind of dumb but i'm like how old is the mom because the mom like is one of those <laughs> yeah kinda, like is she like like i'm like okay like maybe there's like an age gap between her and the father but then she like don't benton looks older than her and that's yeah. the problem, i think <laughs> well she's very young at heart you know compared well, to benton you know or maybe because oh. she's a tanuki and that's like yeah, they're all you know. Tiny. <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah, she's definitely young at heart, but I'm like, huh, she her design definitely like it definitely hit me. Or like the the the, the other woman in the series like looks older than her, but is much younger. Than her. I don't know. It just it, it was a little weird, but <laughs> mm-hmm. just something I thought was worth pointing out. But but yeah, like I kind of I I really like what this what eccentric family was trying to convey and like what it's mm-hmm. trying to you know evoke. But like I think there were parts to it, at least the way the anime presents it, that I could have been i think like fleshed out more or you know revisited right yeah some something that you mentioned was like how they don't really question benten on her like involvement with all that and you know i think i i i I agree with you in the sense that like they should at least again at least in the anime like go a little bit further into talking about um the whole like like what tradition does to people and like being so stringent to that because i mean i think the reason why they don't is because like the tanuki are just so resigned to yeah humans want to eat us if they if they if they go for it they're gonna do it and the yeah prob- there's like a it's it's like a hierarchy thing yeah know? and, and, and the, are on top yeah. yeah and the problem was less that 
you know, that they were captured and more that they were captured in an illegitimate way. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. you know, like, like they were like, oh, yeah, you know, our dad was caught. He was drunk and he that was that was it. It was like it was his mistake or it was whoever got him drunk's mistake, you know, or whatever. But instead it was like, no, he was explicitly captured someone like and that was why it was bad. Like for for the rest of it, it was just like, you know, it's sad, but that happens. You know, if like if someone was just captured that's just how it goes humans are allowed to do that you know it's that's the grand scheme of things so but then there was also the scene where um where um i shouldn't have closed the wikipedia page because they're all their names are so similar uh, where the main <laughs> character is uh is, like sitting down with that professor and the professor's just like i love eating things i like i, I like I, I and the main character's just like well you know if you like me and you like tanuki so much why do you keep eating tanukis and he's just like well that's just how it goes i i eat things that i like and you know you're like it's it's you know like how someone would look at a cow you know like there there are there are plenty of people that are like yeah you know like i wouldn't eat a cow i've met a cow and it's too cute to eat but there's plenty of people who are like yeah i've seen a cow but i i i like burgers you know it's that's just how they look at it and you know it's 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 a it's an interesting thing to think about and um you know I, I think they they don't really posit an answer, but I mean I don't know maybe they go into that in season two maybe it's maybe it's more in depth in the book, um because yeah I think some of the other things that you've that you've uh, some of your other uh some of your other problems with it, um I bet I mean again I I don't know I'd have to get it filled in from reading the book or hearing from someone who read the book but you know like having more vignettes having more things filled in. That kind of stuff was probably cut for the anime, you know? Mm-hmm. Who knows? Yeah, and you have to imagine, like, you know, there is another book, so who knows? Like, you know, yeah, they get there's a whole other season. Stuff. Mm-hmm. But I do, I, I, I do, I think I agree with most of uh, all these complaints, personally. Yeah, I, I, like, I, I enjoyed the series, and I, I do appreciate, I do think you're right, you're right on the money with a very, like, modern fable type thing. Like, that's exactly mm-hmm. the role Ben Ten's character feels like exactly like how a lot of women are written in those things for better or worse like <laughs> yeah like i i think i think they do a better job of of how yeah. it is like i mean you know she, she's she is very much like lusted over she is very much like one of those like you know one of those characters like like a sort of um I'm trying to think of what uh hang on i'm gonna i have to google it because i'm gonna be pissed if i don't remember the name of the the woman from the fucking uh the fucking myth um um uh hang on hang on hang on i'm sorry what is the girl's name what is the woman's name like uh like helen of troy you know Uh, where it's like it it, it's a it's an instigator kind of thing but like ben 10 definitely has more of a character than that and you know i think she she's like a cross between a, a helen of troy and then like kind of a loki kind of thing where she's just there to kind of stir shit up um but she does also have that side where she does still kind of care and she's not just gonna like she doesn't want to just like kill everybody but she just wants shit to get she, she wants to have fun because she wants to see how things go um so yeah, I, yeah, I, I think she's she's a lot more interesting than just a standard like woman who causes trouble by being hot. 
but you know the the complaint is still valid from from what you all have said i i, I do see it mm-hmm. um i think uh the uh, my only other complaint is that uh Atakawa, yeah is that that's his name right and not messing mm-hmm. it up Atacama, sorry, Atacama, uh, mm-hmm. Professor Atacama. I don't like when he's like, they're like twice in the story where he just grabs Ben Ten's ass. Oh yeah, he's he's uh he is a nasty old man, and he's <laughs> like her dad. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, yeah, it's it, not good. <laughs> it, it it kind of feels. I mean, it kind of like like th- there's some stuff in there that I feel like it doesn't really absolve it of anything but i feel like it's like kind of there to be like a weird myth thing because like there is like like hell there's like an arranged incestual marriage basically like like the main character was gonna marry his cousin and it's just like 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 it just felt like a myth kind of thing you know like yeah the gods will just you know marry their cousins or whatever the like, like they'll you know like there's all the weird incest shit in that and like you know again it doesn't make it right but it feels like it's just kind of like a you know here's this small group of characters and if we're going to expand that group of characters they're going to start like being into each other and you know i mean they they don't necessarily go for that fully but it does just feel like a like a remnant of the kind of things that happen in myths and uh, again you know it's 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 not okay but it's it's i feel like that's why they did it yeah, I don't think it's like a endorsement of it per se, but again, going back to how yeah. it's like presenting these old ideas, it's just mm-hmm. kind of, I think, showing how some of these things work. But I don't, I don't think, I don't think necessarily it's promoting it. I think it's just yeah. again sh- uh, showing like, oh yeah, this is yeah, arranged marriages between like family members that are kind of like still a little close in the tree, right? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. um, you know, like that stuff that happens. That stuff that happens, and like again functions like this where again like legacy and like a name and carrying it down is important you know if like you know you're not you know if you're not finding someone you know we're just gonna like do it and like let's just yeah. find someone in the family right um and no 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 the tengu man he's he's wretched he's he's yeah. terrible uh <laughs> he is twisted um but at the very least um i didn't think i mentioned this a bit like at least i think there is some extent where ben ten is has autonomy in a way or at least is like capable of not really tolerating I, I mean again she's very vague she's very she's very hard to read right so it's not mm-hmm. it's not necessarily clear as to i mean it's clear i don't think she she's reciprocating but i think she i think it's a whole thing it's a whole weird relationship where she to an extent respects him because again like he is he is someone that was important in how she, you know she grew up right but it's, at the it's, same time, she's not responsive to that other stuff. There, there's a lot of um, like I feel like most of the characters are like yeah. There, there's a sense of respect, but there's also just like a lot of pity because he is so sad he can't fly anymore. Like yeah. that was the whole thing at the beginning too, where like the main character is like, yeah, I'll like, and you know, you can like like he very much obviously just likes to transform and like fuck around and like play around with his form and who he is and you know all that stuff like they talk about how like you know the mom likes to dress up like a prince like a man and so like the main character it like transforms into a girl and you know he's he's basically just like master if you're so if you're so depressed like i'll 
I'll do whatever you want, dude. Like, I'll turn into a girl and you can just go to town, man. I don't care. And, like, it doesn't really, like, and, you know, it's it's not necessarily like, oh, I want to fuck my man. It's just he's so depressed and he's so miserable. They all just, like, have a lot of pity for him. So they're just like, yeah, he's going to grab ass, but, like, we're just going to let him because he's, like, he's going to, he's just wallowing in his pity and his shame. And, like, there's just a lot of, like, they feel really bad for him and you know like there's he causes a lot of trouble too but they still keep him around because they just feel super bad and it's like it's depressing to watch like that they're just like yeah this guy who helped us out so much in our youth that taught us like everything we know is just this like miserable old man who won't let anyone near him anymore and like like he like he he he's like they they there was like a scene where they were like transporting him around and um, I think they like mentioned something about like, you know, like, why don't you like, uh, like, why don't you, you know, why, why don't you let us see you more or something like that? Or like, or no, it was like, why do you keep bringing up like women, you know? And he's just like, that's the only thing I look forward to anymore. And it's like, he doesn't even get that that often. It's like, he only gets that when Ben 10 feels like sorry enough for him or if the main character turns into a girl. And then even then he doesn't even really want that. So it's just, it's, it's, it's like, it's a, it's a pity thing and it's super sad, but you know, it's also just like, you know, it, it, he is just being a gross old man too. So yeah, yeah it, it, it reminds, okay. Yeah. What, what, what it really resonates with, it reminds me of like how you have like someone in your family who's just like at that point and yeah. the rest of the family does not know what to do. Like they can't, you know, they don't want to ostracize them or like they don't want, because you know, they, you know, maybe, yeah. And again, like maybe in the past they were like fine. They were like yeah. a good person. They had like, they had something very fruitful to bring to the table. They were like, Oh wow. They were someone you looked up to. And then as they got older or like over time or something about them reveals themselves to have like a shitty aspect to them. Mm. Or like, wow, okay, this person is pathetic. You know, like I think that's like an equivalent to that. And just, I, I don't know if like that was thought of in this way, but like I'm thinking, like now that you kind of like Fredericks, you know, yeah, like, yeah, talking about like I feel like yeah, that's that's what's hitting in my mind. Like this is someone who like it, it's it's the classic case of like oh god, this is someone who's like has a history with us, but then mm-hmm. we are stuck in a rock in a hard place because we don't want to get rid of them but at the same time they're a problem you know yeah. it's like all these questions about like what do you do with them all you can do is just like like just trying to keep it. them at this yeah. distance but like, yeah yeah like tolerate Cause it. That, that is definitely how it feels yeah. like because you know like yeah. there's also the part where they need to have a tengu there to like officiate the the ceremony for the nisemon and they try to call like a non-local tengu to come in and he's just like yeah no i'm not i'm not going to that go why don't you call like like the fact that their local guy isn't their first choice like that kind of speaks to me that like they didn't they don't want to deal with him because you know he's just gonna get drunk and he's gonna be a he's gonna be a bastard to everybody and like that is exactly what he does he gets super drunk and he just like yells at people and he just starts blowing wind everywhere and yeah, like it's just he they they, they kind of have to keep him around because he's their Tengu. He is part of their family. He's part of the family for the main character's family. But you know, it's just he's fallen. He's he's fallen f- from being their teacher. He has fallen to a sad role just as much as he has fallen from being able to f- fly. You know, he that that is like the same. Like at the same time, like he is just he's lost himself and he he's just like drowning in. He's drowning in be in in drink and in uh, unrequited love. 
Yeah, it's it's like, oh, mm-hmm. oh granddad has said some bullshit yeah. again, but we're not going to kick him out, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah pretty much. <laughs> just like, like oh. yeah, he's... And he's like, all right. <laughs> he's on his way out. Just just deal with it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's like a... Yeah, I think that's like a much more interesting, I think, way of mm-hmm. looking at it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I have much more to add. I think both of you covered everything. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. I like when he eats chicken in the well. That um, is true. Oh man! Even a frog yeah. can eat fried chicken. I like. Uh, I liked. Uh, exactly, I think the best. Yeah, I, I was gonna say he's my favorite <laughs> character. I think. Yeah. Like everything going <laughs> just on with him. Turns into is, a whole tram. Yeah, you ever mm-hmm. just get de- like depressed and stop turning into a train because you don't want to turn into a train anymore? But then, <laughs> so you just live as a frog in a well and listen to people vent to you for all day. For Very <laughs> specific. Very specific, like, transformation choices. Yeah. A train and a frog. Well, he only becomes a train when he's wasted, you know? And that's exactly... When he's exactly, at his peak, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I loved how they, like, still visited him. They're like, oh, you know, you don't have to come back home, but we're gonna, like, bring you food because we care. And then the whole... But then the whole thing, too, where... Um, what, what I what I love, again, it was really sad, where, like, you know, his whole spiel about, um, you know, people still threw coins in the well when he gets hit with them. Yeah. <laughs> And he's just like, I can't do anything with this. Um, but man. Yeah, um, he's probably my favorite. Um, I mean, I love Ben 10, but, you know, I just like mm-hmm. to look at her with her t shirt. I think her t shirt is cool. Um, yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, one thing we didn't talk the Abis- the uh, Ebisugawa brothers. Um, yeah. What the fuck is going on <laughs> with them? Yeah, we didn't Ever. really talk about we didn't really talk about the rival family because it's yeah, it's like it's their in laws. It's um, it's like the, they the, have no reason to yeah, be that it's, way. It's a, they're are. so like they're like genuinely the most twisted characters. I think because they have this like they are like incapable of like like towards the end where the whole arc is like well like half of Yasaburo's family is just gonna fucking die I guess for some reason and like mm-hmm. they're doing it and he's just like saying that to them and they're like eh, it happens who knows who cares and then like he's like I'm gonna kill you and they're like whoa 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 <laughs> like it's just like it's a really they're really unhinged and I hate their leather mm-hmm. jackets and their metal underwear that they ended up getting someone to make them because yeah, they, yeah well, I, God. Uh, they, they end up wearing like metal diapers because they keep getting bit on the ass because like every like everyone is whenever they get sick whenever someone gets sick of their shit they turn into like a tiger and bite their ass and throw them in the river yeah you know normal things yeah, as you are to do yeah. So, so yeah, and then there's also their their sister uh, Kaisei, who was the one who was betrothed to the uh, to uh, Yasaburo. Mm. So yeah, and she's yeah. normal. Yeah, she's like the most normal person in the whole show. In the whole show, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, that's why I was like, they don't they don't show her a lot. Um, <laughs> they don't really like, and yet she's kind of important to the main character but they don't really show her and then like they have this moment at the end and it's like well i where was she the whole time uh but i guess it's for the best you know she's not and my i thank god she's normal with twisted brothers like this yeah <laughs> i know my, my only other uh statement is i don't know what the fuck is wrong with the friday fellows which is a group of seven people and i don't know why they have so much power over the world i have to say after all that i 
I mean, did they did they talk about them like having like necessarily a lot of power? Because I feel but like everyone's we- fucking scared of them. The Friday so, fellows, and they're so just seven I- dudes. <laughs> I mean, Friday I- fuckers. Yeah. I, mean, it- <laughs> I I, th- I think it's just like a mythological um, like it's it's the fact that they eat the tanuki. It is like a mythologicalizing of them, where it's just like. The Tanuki are horrified of them because once a year they pluck a, a Tanuki out of the world. But yeah, really, how they they're just, just fucking punch them. I don't know. <laughs> they're old. They're just. A, I mean, again, it's a tradition thing. You know, it's just like you get told for your entire life, like these guys are pure evil. They're gonna get you, and you know, like it's just. And then you find out they're just normal. They're just dudes. You know, you could, you could just that. push them down a staircase, and that would be it. Like, <laughs> yeah, that would, they would finish it. That would be done. I mean, you know, you can say that about a lot of people, you know? But <laughs> yeah, I, I will. I don't... Then, yeah, there you go. But that's fair. That's fair. It's, like, kind of, like... It's, this. yeah, this, it's, it's again, like, oh, it seems more straightforward than it should be. But actually, it's not because of, like, so-and-so, you know. Um, and it's just one of those things where, like, what seems to be, like, an unapproachable people in power is like, no, they're, like, frail old men. We, that could be pushed out of the spirits, but alas, no one is doing yeah. that, so you're not I guess it's just the immediacy of it all. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just, like, like he is in a room with all of them. He turned into yeah, a they're, tiger, they're, yeah, right? Just, like, he could have just yeah. done anything. And I think because of how, like, close everyone, like, it's, like, like what you're just standing yeah i, I get that I get, it's a little weird it's not um and also the they're not detached enough right they're yeah like, oh they yeah exactly just they, they know where they live they yeah. know where they meet up <laughs> like they're just avoiding them yeah and uh mm. um, also like i didn't grasp like how much people on who were just normal people walking by could see because they seemed to see everything and nobody's like freaking out about it like when they see the rocket tram when they mm-hmm. see like buildings just blow up and they just go damn must have been a tornado i'm like hey what like (laughs) (laughs) that building blew up that one building yeah it happens yeah it happens it's fine it's it's totally fine it's not like a make a break thing for me it's just like a like what i want to know tell me how what it's going on the friday fuckers that's what they are they really is (laughs) Yeah, they're 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 a little weird with that stuff too because like yeah like they they talk about like you know the train they like the humans are startled but they kind of like talk about it being like a rumor or something like that and there's a bunch of scenes where like you know like Ben Ten will be flying somewhere and she kind of has to like hide it a little bit but then there's also like the part where they're in the houses like flying around like celebrating mm-hmm. and. You know, they're just fucking, like, big-ass boats and houses flying in the middle of the sky, and nobody's seeing that, and they don't even, like, I don't think they talk about, like, you know, any concealing magic or anything like that, but, you know, whatever. I don't know. I I, I guess it's something that they just don't really have to answer, because you're not really supposed to think about it, I guess. I don't know. I think too much, I guess. That's my... We all do. My curse. (laughs) Um... All right, then I, I guess that's everything. Uh, yeah, for uh, we can we can family. do questions, questions yeah, and opinions. Though. Sure. Yeah, yeah that's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to go right ahead. Okay, if you want to send in a question or an opinion, you can go to videogamechoochoo.tumblr.com slash ask. Um, pretty much everything we got was for Eccentric Family this week, um, so I guess we could just kind of knock that out. I mean, one, qu- one person just asked, question for anime, why? And uh, I feel like that's that is impossible question. to ask, so, yeah. you know, <laughs> that's, impos- that's an impossible answer. Um... 
But the rest of this is all eccentric family, so I will just go ahead. Uh, first off, I will do the opinions, and then we'll do questions. Okay. Opinion from Century Punk. Ben 10 is such a cool character. I love how much depth he has despite being so enigmatic. I wish she and Yasuburo had more Yuri scenes than this show would be perfect, but it's still a 5 out of 5. I agree. That's the thing. Uh, when I watched the first episode, I was like, okay, alright. So he's just dressing up like a schoolgirl, whatever. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then they never again. Like, never again. And I was like, fuck. Missed opportunity. I mean, you know, maybe they do it more in the book. Maybe you gotta read the book. <laughs> and then uh, gregory zero says i haven't watched this since it came out but it holds up nicely amazing cast great at characters perfect 12 episode pacing i mean it's got 13 episodes so (laughs) i mean the the, what episode 10 is a recap isn't it like roughly speaking like it's a lot of it is isn't it am i misremembering i watched so i'm gonna confess i watched episode 10 like a week and a half ago um i don't remember it being one I thought it was. I watched it a few days ago. I don't I don't know. Um, season 2 is a bit different, but I would also strongly recommend watching it if you enjoyed the first one. I probably will. Thank you. Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. And uh, we got a question from Horror Errors. Thank you. Uh, just, you are now a frog in a well. What will you do? <laughs> if I was a frog in a well, I would simply not have depression. Yeah. <laughs> Get lily pads and shit. That's great. Deck yeah, it out like, like an Animal decor- Crossing house. Yeah, deck it out. Yeah, yeah. chill out. You know, you can just chill out. Drink beer. That's someone's aesthetic, right? Like, you know how like everyone has like these like kitsch like what is that cottage core? Is that that thing? Is it, yeah, where it's like, but it's like for core. wells, well core, frog core, well core. No, no, like like a home in a well, like at the bottom of a well. There's like a little <laughs> a party well core. Well <laughs> he could take all that money Get and moss. He could do so lichens. much. Yeah. God. The coins people throw at my head. Yeah, yeah. So, we'll be annoying, but it, by you know by the end of the year, maybe I'll have like a absurd. You can get of the chicken. Stamina. I could get the chicken. <laughs> mm, <that> sounds good. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I would just like, I would croak. I would make as I would make as much fucking noise as possible. Oh, great. That's what I would do. No one can get you. You're right. I guess you could just exactly. be a real bastard. Nothing, <laughs> There's nothing no consequences. Do, what are they gonna do? They'll just yeah. I'll just echo in the well and not go yeah, anywhere else. There you go. And uh, finally, one last thing, last question. Uh, also from Gregory Zero asks: To those who have seen both, sorry, John, don't worry. Uh, how does Eccentric Family compare to Tommy Galaxy? Both were written by the same person, but adapted by different studios and look completely different. So I will say though real quick, I will um I will just throw in I can talk about Night of Short Walk on Girl, which is also by um uh by the same author, but I think it was done by the same studio as Tommy Galaxy. So I can Yes. Yeah. Yes. So I'll I'll be able to talk about that. But y'all, if either of you want to compare and contrast Eccentric Family and Tommy Galaxy, go ahead. I I haven't seen anything this writer has made. Ooh, LV of you? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I've I've seen I've seen both Tsuha Galaxy and Night is Short. Mm-hmm. Boat Masaki also joined. So yeah, um, I've I you know and like the only thing I've not seen, which is a shame to me, like I've yet to see Penguin Highway, which is awesome. Oh, that seems person. like I, your... I didn't realize it was a book actually, and I was like, oh, it's the same. Word. Um, they're very different. Um. And I guess a lot of it attributes to the fact that this is very, um, this is, well, first of all, the, the clearest stark differences is that, like, this is a mellow mm-hmm. 
this is about a family. And um I think I think I think the Tommy Galaxy and Night Shark, you know, like they're very similar in a way. They're like very similar to have very similar characters. Um but you know, if I were gonna talk about Night Shark Walking Girl, like you know, and you're gonna go into that anyway, John, but like mm-hmm. yeah, that's a that's a romance story. That's that's already different. Yeah. But the Tommy Galaxy is a little more weirder than that. It's mm-hmm. it's I think it's a very much kind of like a self-reflection story. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's about someone who's literally kind of, um, just kind of literally going through different, par- like, parallel ideas of how their life would go and stuff, and they're kind of, it, it's, 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 it's a little hard to comment on and compare the two. These are very two different things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess for the sake of my interest, I do, I, I, you know, and, like, from what I talked about with Accenture, I, I do like Tatami Galaxy more because of how odd it is really it really that's that's my best way to describe it it's a little hard to describe it's just again like like i said it's about someone trying to explore different realities as to how their life will go and kind of, yeah and there's like this it's not clear as to what's real or what's not right but it, it it's, it's about the self where um except your family's about the collective right mm-hmm. <laughs> there you go i guess i guess it's like but but yeah like one one thing is a mellow like family melodrama the, the other is kind of like this insane <laughs> cacophony of like visuals and self-exploration um so i don't know it's, it's hard to compare but i just like the tommy galaxy more based on my like assertion of like how i had some issues with eccentric family as i've said right mm-hmm. um so that's that's my that's my take on that question i'm sorry i haven't seen anything <laughs> <laughs> robin will kill me I mean, you know what? That's just an excuse to watch it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I guess I'll compare it to Night is Short. Uh, yeah, Night is Short is much more of just like a, like a, I mean, I, I feel like Night is Short is a bit easier to compare. Um, but I think Night is Short almost, it almost lives up to the thesis statement of Eccentric Family a little bit more, where, like, Eccentric Family is very much, like, the theme song, and they keep saying, you know, like, yeah, we have our idiot blood, we're partying, and that's, you know, what is fun is good. And I feel like they get a little bit caught up in the drama to really land that, but, you know, Night is Short is, like, it's a romance, yes, like, it is about, it is a boy meets girl, you know, boy is trying to get girl kind of story, but it is also just, like, about a bunch of characters partying and all these events just flowing through and people just their lives getting furthered by this chain of events that get started by just hanging out and drinking one night. Um, so I, I think that they are, they have similar thesis statements and, uh, but I think night is short lands that a bit better. Um, but they're definitely, yeah. they're, they're both good in their own ways. You know, like, not, like, like, I would say maybe the big, I guess, I, I guess the one connected thread I could say about Tatami Galaxy is that Tatami Galaxy is about, like, I guess in a way about challenging fate and, like, mm-hmm. challenging the struggles you feel like befell on your life and, like, you know, wondering to yourself, like, oh, can I change even though I have have had all these struggles, you know, you know, take, you know, falling upon me. And I guess, I guess that's kind of where it can connect. Like, it's about challenging fate. It's about challenging things just the way they are. And questioning if this is right for me or if this is right for anyone, you know. Um, that's where I can kind of see where it connects and 
links thematically to how a lot of the author's works, you know, has similar themes. Mm-hmm. And that's it for questions in general. So we don't got to do that at the end of the show now. All right. Um, I'll try to remember that. <laughs> um, let's see if I can remember in an hour. Uh, we'll all right. Uh, so show proper. Let's see here. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to start. I'm going to start here. Go I'm going to start here. Cause I, 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 I guess I didn't add much to the, uh, conversation. Uh, oh, you were the- fine. Rose. Well, listen. I have my. Uh, I have my. I had compiled the list of grievances. Um, yes, the list of grievances. <laughs> so I was just thinking yesterday. I was like, I could just talk about like on the, when I'm going to the podcast. I was like, what is the thing that I should? What am I going to talk about? Like all these little shows I've been watching, or should I just say like the one thing that is that we need to stop? We need to come together as a community and stop um, for each show. Uh, so I wrote that down uh, for all of these shows. Um, Let's start with Sword Art Online. This here's a Sword Art Online update. Uh, ah, they're finally bringing oh, Kirito no. back. Uh, it's been <laughs> 15 episodes since he's mm-hmm. existed. He's just been wow. in the wheelchair hugging his sword, as I've said. I'm sad. Yeah, he cries. Sometimes when they take the sword away from him, he cries. Um, <laughs> as you are to do. Oh, yeah. Um, but he's coming back in the next episode. Um, mm. And you could tell that they were setting up him coming back soon because they started having all of the women lose fights for no reason. Um, <laughs> and they introduced oh. the Sword Art Online staple, which is a man who is being a weird sex freak uh, towards all mm. of the women, even though he's just evil and trying to kill them. Um, and uh, yeah, that just sort of like went for like two episodes. Um, they've also introduced this new subplot where, um, the evil bad guys have tricked, uh, millions or thousands of, uh, Chinese and Korean MMO players into beating back the evil Japanese players who are the good guys, by the way. Uh, mm-hmm. And they just have the Chinese and Korean players wholesale believe this, despite the fact that the leaders of that group are constantly talking about how much they love to kill women and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Um, so I'm going to say right away from the outset, a Japanese-based narrative that talks about China and Korea being stupid and attacking Japan is not a good narrative, and we should probably not have that. Um, it happens, I see it constantly. Uh, it was a thing that even Final Fantasy XIV was guilty of at one point, pretty much. Like, mm-hmm. it's just nationalism. Not good. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, all that, that woman women stuff that I was saying, it was really bad and unnecessary. Basically, they had just every single woman start to die, and then they go, no, Kirito loves me, so I won't die. And then they do a big blast or something. Great. Um it all feels very stupid. At one point, they just have um, the, a man and a woman who are in the movie, uh, the optional movie you could watch. They appear for five minutes, mm-hmm. do nothing, and then leave. Uh, yeah. They do. They animate this whole big fight scene with the man, and uh, then he just like eats shit, and he goes, did I do good? And no. the lady's like, yes, you did, and then they just leave. And I was like nothing happened like that didn't change that whole thing was unnecessary what what it was weird mm-hmm. um so that's sort of online uh, i've been very disappointed with this season i have to say right away like it's just 
it's not good. Like, because, you know, I, I said it before when we were getting into it, like, it, it was just so dumb for the longest time, right? Like, like dumb fun, honestly. Like, where it's just, like, they were, like, reveling in it, whatever. Like, I could enjoy it, you know? Just basic-ass classical anime, you know? And then mm-hmm. it's just been really bad from for recent times. Uh, real bummer. Um... Next up is Lapis Relights. Elvie, did you end up checking this one out at all? No, but we were like, oh, this looks like another idol. Yeah, a, so I don't know. Sort of <laughs> thing. Huh, what? I don't know what it is. Um, oh. So, <laughs> first of all, it's another universal anime, so I get the funny thing that I had with Arte, where it starts up and it goes, dun, 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 like a fucking <laughs> so Land Before Time movie or something. <laughs> Um, and it, it has such a weird vibe just starting with that, but um, I don't know what... <laughs> yeah, it seems wrong. Yeah, and I don't know what this show is about. I mean, I know what it's about, but I don't know what they're trying to, like, convey. Because they do idol concerts at the end of every episode, like we predicted. Mm-hmm. Like, like um, and with full CGI, you know, they're dancing and stuff like that, whatever. Yeah. Um, but it happens out of nowhere and has nothing to do with anything else that was going on in the episode. They just have it. Um, so they're not staying up for a concert. No, or a show and at it's all. all unrelated characters. So it's like a a music video. They just yeah, on. basically. Okay. Um, and the main story seems to be like they're at a magic school. Um, but they like do magic maybe once per episode. And they're hmm. not talking about, like, how magic intersects with society or anything like that. It's just a lot of, like, this is a slice of life, sh-. you know? You know what I mean? Like, that formula of, like, oh, here's all these girls, and then they go to, I don't know, they go to a haunted house. They go into town and do yeah. odd jobs. They go eating, yeah. like, just generic, I don't know what this is. I don't know what they're trying to accomplish. Um, but my grievance for it is that they introduced my least, one of my least favorite tropes, which is character who is an older sister to a character in the cast who they introduce, who is really horny for their sister. They need to stop that. Mm. Like she uses, uh, her sister's panties as a handkerchief. No! Yeah. Oh! Uh, Yeah. No, Why? Yeah, so uh, we need to put a stop to that. Um, <laughs> I'd like to ban. That's that's like not even subtle. Like no, it's not. Wait, wait, okay, what's the demographic for this show? First, I'd have to assume it's either like it's just idol fans. I assume that's who they're going after. Okay. Like just people who watch Moe, whatever. Yeah. Type stuff. Yeah. So not not children. No, not children. I don't. Right. I don't think so. But you, I hope you not. never fucking know, LV. Let me tell you. I know. You never know. I know. I know. Anime. Um. Okay. Next up is Railgun. Um, is that even back? Yes, it's back. It's it came back on the twenty seventh. Oh, okay. Um, oh, okay. Or twenty fourth. Sorry, the fishing one came out on the twenty seventh. Um. Mm-hmm. The so Railgun randomly had this like arc that lasted one and a quarter of an episode it was so Mm -hmm. weird um like they just like finished this one episode with this like oh here's this child who can see the future and then the entire next episode was about it and they ended and it was like what was that like it had nothing to do with anything else that was going on except at the very end they were like 
wow, I, I learned how to see the future from Indian poker. Uh, Indian poker is a, uh, the ongoing theme of the season, which is mm-hmm. a magic card game where you, you can see a specific dream if you put it on your head. Um, the next episode after that weird 1.5 episode arc or whatever was an entire episode about Misaka wishing she had bigger boobs. And that was Is the whole episode. Is there a plot anymore? No. Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, I'm not even exaggerating when I say this. It was 20 minutes of her and another character uh, just having, uh, trying to find uh, a magic card out of the Indian poker stack that tells them how to get giant boobs. Hmm. And it was just in a full episode of them having dreams where people make fun of them for not having giant boobs. Okay. Great. And I just have to say, Why? What's the, why, why, why? This is ostensibly episode like seventy-eight of Railgun or something like that, <laughs> and this is where we're at. Like this is that's like something I expect from like did, episode seven. You know, did like, they're like um, did something happen? Did their uh, the writing team strike? Were they like I don't think so. <laughs> I don't know what's happened. We're they're like shit. Look, look, we're not getting paid enough. We're not getting paid. We're gonna leave. We're just gonna walk out, and then they're just they just have this these ideas thrown against the wall. Whoever's I don't know. <laughs> it's it's so. I was just like, what the hell is this? Like, I was just like, they reminded me of Member, one of the proper nouns uh, organizations from fucking Index and stuff like that, and just hmm. that was reminding me of Dragon and School and all that other oh. shit. And I was just like, ah. <laughs> Thankfully, Railgun doesn't have many nouns going on. That's usually why I like it, but I don't, you know. <laughs> I've not been impressed with uh, the season of Railgun. Uh, and the last list of grievance before I get to the major one I can share with you, John, um, is uh, No Guns Life had an entire episode about this man who could see through girls' clothes, and he was voiced by the Kagiya narrator, and it was like, what is this? And he was just doing the Kagiya narrator voice. Man. His name was like uh, Peapod. Peapod. (laughs) Peapod, and he just kept saying, this is the life of Peapod. <laughs> like in the Kagian narrator voice, God and then damn, saying like Gozunga I... and stuff like that. Like it was just like like what's out. <laughs> yeah, one at one point he did the classical anime nosebleed, but he seemed to lose like all of his blood, and it pooled on the floor, oh. and he was just lying oh. there, and everyone was like, "Did you just kill him? Like what just happened? Like it looked like he died genuinely." That's that's um, that's how that's how he was defeated. Someone was like, "All right, fine, you can actually look look at my ass." And then he just by dies. The yeah, that's yeah, what's gonna get us that, all, you know. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> that's what that quarantine horny Twitter. That's what's gonna happen to all those people. They're just <laughs> they can't handle it anymore. No. Um, but yeah, I was just like, "What is this episode?" I had no like. I was like thinking like throughout the whole entire episode, I was like their friend got kidnapped by terrorists and they're just doing this all right like fuck it yeah sure so it had nothing to do with like the main cast it's just the main like, cast was there um oh they are so juzo the, the main man uh, gunman uh he was getting mm-hmm. a uh uh the equivalent of a haircut right which is he just Wait, how so he has this man <laughs> uh take out his like 
revolver shell in his head and then like oh. polish it and stuff like that. Oh, that's mm. I like oh, it. Like it's it's a, it's, a it's a good. But what little... what what is that? He likes it, I guess. Like his 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 scalp. His yeah, brain. I don't know. Oh, that also reminds me. At one point, um, he so he lost his arms at the end of the last season. He lost one arm, and then he lost another so one. Just a gun. So he was just like a torso with a gun. Um, he's just a gun and with legs. Eventually, I was just like, "This is ridiculous." He has gone like four episodes without arms. He randomly like shot a like jet out of his back, and then two arms came out on like a conveyor belt, and he put sure. them on. All right. Wow. Uh, and everyone was like what the fuck was that and he was just like don't worry about it (laughs) and i was like you know what if you didn't if you if you realize you wrote yourself into a corner and you don't know how he's gonna get arms back sure fuck it that's pretty good. yeah like dude do that i don't care it's like a it's like a spare tire you're like oh it's yeah it's like but where was he storing them in his back (laughs) why did they come out fully i just like it was like he dumped a server rack out of his back basically like that's what it was like it popped out oh, and then like he just grabbed uh, yeah, those like, two now arms is he slid empty in inside? yeah i don't know like what is that he, means like, empty? was that inside him the whole time he could be empty on the inside i guess that's possible but like how is that i don't know i don't know listen that's all uh too complicated for me um but yeah, uh, the, the, my list of grievances, we need to stop horny. I guess that's the main thing here. I guess that's the main thing I'm accomplishing with all of these, uh, or three of these, at least, uh, is uh, we need to stop horny. Or at least just be so. horny in a normal way. <laughs> um, that can lead me into the thing we can share, John. Uh, Uzaki-chan, uh, yes. do you want to start before I list my grievance, or? Um, so, hmm. Yeah, I mean, your grievance is um, is something that I agree with, um, that you pointed out, um, and then I, I I feel like you should go first, because I feel like yours is a okay. bit um, less um, insane. So, yeah, okay. you can go ahead. So, uh, my grievance with Uzaki-chan is I think it's a fine show, whatever. It's mm-hmm. not it's not too offensive or anything, it's just, it's a show. Um, mm-hmm. But, uh, like... Every ever since the second episode, all of the side characters just seem to exist to be like, God, these two characters are the best written characters I have ever seen in anything. These are the funniest people you will ever find anywhere. God damn, whoever came up with these two is a genius. And I was just like, <laughs> the guy who wrote this manga, this is his first ever manga. <laughs> and I'm just like chill i don't know <laughs> like i they, yeah they kind of like lost their personality too or, like yeah. i was hoping to see something yeah like, like especially i forgot her name already but the girl with like with glasses yeah. oh, wow. i was like she has this hint of like you know she felt like intimidated at first by uzaki chan and you know in her she herself kind of has maybe a slight infatuation with the guy i'm not sure i don't know like, no no she has uh, no she doesn't she, i think she, she does, she's okay. i think i mean she basically said she was gay at one point so oh okay i misinterpreted yeah. well that was when okay. he, he was like he was like i'm sure my daughter's hanging yeah, with, she admires him in some way yeah uh, the, okay. the, her dad was like he, i'm sure my daughter hangs out with guys all the time it's normal and she was like ah, never Oh, like okay. and then he was like, "Uh, what?" And she's he's she's like, "Never." <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> okay, that makes sense too. And then when she sees Zaki, she's like, "Oh, why is she cute?" And then she kind of 
it kind of sits with her. It's like, oh, she's actually really cute. And okay, that makes sense. Okay. But th- yeah, she just she just kind of becomes the mouthpiece. Of the yeah. Two, right. I'm like, oh, she seems interesting. Like we we I was hoping there would be like um, you know, some other characters, some other personalities in this dynamic because it's nice to have that contrast versus like having these two all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And it, like it would enhance their interactions because we are seeing other characters having different personalities and. Yeah, how that how is that changing the dynamic? <clears throat> we don't see that. Like at least again, like it's not that like there were many episodes in, but I don't know, right? Like are they just now they just appear one episode, that's it. They've done their job of having like a character and then now they're just in the background. Like, it felt like the, 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 yeah. in the bleachers. Like I feel like what, what so like when they introduced her, um, it was like, okay, so there's another character here who won't just be like, like if, if it was just, so for example, if it was just the old man, right, at the coffee shop, if it was just him who is commenting on all this, I would be like, okay, that's his character. That's fine. Whatever. Like, that's, that's, that's a fine character to have to someone who's just mm-hmm. like that. But then it's like, yeah, it's, like, it's kind of like yeah. egging them along that just thinks they're cute. Now, you know? it feels like these other characters exist to be that man in other places basically mm-hmm. just like like the daughter is the <laughs> yeah. one who follows them because she's at the same school as them and does that and then like the friend that shinichi has he's there to when they're hanging out casually to be the guy who does that like it's mm-hmm. like ah <laughs> i just chill out i don't know like it just feels like really masturbatory you know like just like creating all of the characters to be like like it, it just feels like when they made this manga they were just like God damn! I just you cannot beat this. Like looking at his like he's I'm just a like fucking genius. I'm like <laughs> fucking like I'm God. I cannot believe this. Like no <laughs> one thought of making this this character before. God, I'm a, so fucking good. And like just that was it. Like it's just like I don't know. Like have some humility. I don't know. Like maybe <laughs> someone thinks they're stupid as hell. How about you introduce a new character? Who's like this is fucking dumb. Like just go away. Like. Ugh. I'm already scared looking at the Wikipedia when I was trying to remember the girl's name, which is Ami. Um, mm. Okay. That uh, Uzaki's mom has a crush on the boy, too, apparently, so I'm not looking forward to that. Uh, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say at least uh, it's. It, I'm glad that they're all in their 20s. Yes. It's continuing. Glad for that. Uh, that mm-hmm. is my only grievance is that I chill out. That's what I say to the author. I say, chill out. Mm-hmm. Don't just just calm down. Chill a little bit, yes. Also, stop uh, stop with the cat. Oh, yeah, I don't like that cat either. I've had but... enough. That cat's fucked up. I keep that seeing cat. that fucking cat. It's a I hate the cat. cat. I was so scared when I saw that cat, because I was like, oh my god, is every cat going to look like that in this world? Is every animal going to be deranged? <laughs> and then like the second episode, they were like, here's a normal cat. And I was like, oh, a normal okay, cat. phew, oh, all right. It's just this one fucked up cat that when he that whenever they do something embarrassing or like romantic, it's like Wah! and I'm like, oh, stop. Like I said, it's a god or some sort of benevolent being <laughs> casting judgment upon. And he hates it. He no. fucking hates it. And they're trying it to judge if Shinichi goes to hell or not. <laughs> yeah. I mean, a cat. I like you know again. Like in, I guess like in perhaps a logical step to that um logical link to that like maybe it's the author's self i mean a fucked up cat. <laughs> mo- i feel like most of the characters in this mo- in this show slash manga other than like the girls or some of the girls even are just the author self-insert so <laughs> the author is just everyone yeah okay. he's everyone except for uzaki <laughs> and the mom i guess 
But uh, yeah, I guess I'll, I'll bounce off of that, uh, talking about people that need to relax, um, and just kind of talk <laughs> about how Uzaki-chan has become basically the Twitter problem recently, um, as if there aren't, you know, more important things to be upset about. You know, obviously, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to say, hey, you shouldn't be upset about more th- multiple things at one time. I get it. You should be. It makes sense. You know, if you can handle something in your in your bubble better, that's fine. Do that, etc., etc. I'm not going to talk about that. What I'm going to talk about is I think this is a completely useless thing to be upset about, and that everyone should shut up. Um, it seems like I don't know how exactly it started. Uh, it could have just been people like strawmanning, making things up. Probably it, pe- that's usually yeah, how it the, goes. <laughs> yeah, but you know, eventually it became real. Um, so. so some people that are well-meaning but misinformed and you know also are just completely not correct uh in in a sense um we're saying that you know they they saw uzaki's character design which you know you can like or dislike it's perfectly valid to dislike a character design but they were arguing that she her design was inherently pedophilic that she was designed to look like a little girl with huge boobs and that it was to attract lollicons, to attract pedophiles. And the the whole, the, the, the fucking anti-SJW brigade comes in to argue with them and to try to say, hey, no, she's she's my 20-year-old waifu, it's okay. Like, are you telling me that a that a 10 year old would have boobs this big here let me send you a bunch of porn of her i'm sorry Um, hold on that that makes me think of the funniest post online which is would a lesbian have big boobs uh someone posted (laughs) about the ruined woman (laughs) i think about that all the time (laughs) it's it's impossible it would never happen it's impossible (laughs) would they no no of course not but (laughs) it's just it's it's you know obviously like I, I I disagree with both of these people in the sense that like, you know I don't think her design is inherently pedophilic or anything like that. Like, I have I have been friends with I I have dated a very small girl like, and it's just you know that she was of age and you know it's just some people are short and I mean obviously Uzaki is sexually designed she is very much like yeah she has big boobs and they draw attention to it a lot but i just feel like the fact that she's short you know i mean they do kind of make some jokes about her being so short and that like them being like oh she's she does seem kind of young and then like when they see how busty she is they they're like oh wait no no she's definitely not a kid but at the same time, it's just like, you know, that's just a dumb joke, and I, I really don't think it's necessarily just on its face pedophilic. Um, and then also, of course, the people that are arguing that are just being like, oh, you know, you're just being SGWs. Like, of course they're wrong. I don't need to explain why they're wrong. You all know why they're wrong. But there's also just the level of people that are trying to be super morally correct, and they're making just like, they're making redesigns of her that are just very like middle of the road. Just, you know, obviously again, you can argue about if you enjoy the redesigns or not, but it's very much just like, I made her boob smaller, hire me, you know? And I just, I have never ever thought that people like that, like that is just, 
it's so useless. It's such a useless argument where you're just like, I've redesigned this character to be more in tune to, like, the, like, what, you know, like, pe- people talk about, um, you know, like, better representation or just, like, less sexualized things and all that stuff. And they're just like, here, I made her, you know, a, like, match a a more realistic woman or anything like that. And it's just like, you know, like... Like you're, you're just you, all. All it is is it's 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 going to bring in the attention of the of the hateful people. That is what that does. And you know, it's not like I like nobody's ever going to be like, "Wow, you really showed me." Damn, you're right. You know, like it it, it doesn't do anything for anyone. I feel like it's it it's just it, it it's such a weird thing. It's such a weird phenomenon, and it is very much just drumming up bad attention. And it's drumming up the wrong kind of people. Um, and that kind of leaked into a conversation that, that, uh, that you had on Twitter and that, you know, we, we talked about a little bit before we recorded. We're like, a lot of the people that are doing these things are younger because they're trying to show that they understand, you know, like current cultural trends of being more socially aware and being more in tune with, you know, better representation. And, you know, they're, like, 16-year-olds or even younger, like, just being like, hey, I'm an artist. I'm going to make her look like how she should look. And, you know, like, when you're younger, you do just, like, dumb things. You're experimenting. You're trying to figure yourself out. You might overextend a little bit. You might make you make mistakes. But, like, we talked about how social media just amplifies that so much. And, you know, like, when we were kids, we were on forums. And we were learning how to be smarter to be more to be ourselves like god i learned a lot about like today's society and how we could we should be to each other from being on forums and like meeting people like meeting lgbt people meeting people of color online you know just like in fucking pokemon forums and shit it's it's good to do that and it's good that the younger people are meeting the same kind of people like they they can figure out that they are like maybe trans or gay or anything like that and they can also meet people that can inform them on current issues and they can learn how to properly engage with those issues that is important but young people these days just do not have the chance to make mistakes because their mistakes are just amplified and if you know if if some young person is on their public twitter just saying like hey i think uzaki's design is shit and here I drew this new design or whatever that like if they just posted that on a forum, nobody would have seen it. Maybe there would have been like maybe 10, 20, 50 people. They might have said it sucked. They might have said it's great. Who cares? It's just on that forum. But now hundreds of thousands of people have to see it. And like I have a fucking opinion on it. I shouldn't have a fucking opinion on it. Who fucking cares? You know, and th- at the end of the day, who fucking cares? They're like a 15 year old. Who gives a shit? But you kind of have to have an opinion on it because it's there in the in the in the world now and also you have to like defend them in a sense because they're going to get harassed by a bunch of people my age or older for that are fucking pieces of shit because they want to defend what they're jerking off to it's you know i don't have an answer i don't have an answer to this because you know like there will be people who argue with me that that the that the redesigns are are valid and, you know, I, I won't agree with them. Like, I, I think I think it's a dumb 
exercise that it's it's a it's a moral it's 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 masturbatory it's morally masturbatory and i don't think it's it's a useful part of the argument um but i think at the end of the day what it really boils down to is fucking social media is really bad and like i think we need to like figure out how we engage with it and you know put people's ages into context too like you know like i'll see i'll see people getting like really mad at like 15 year olds for trying to come up with like new ways to talk about like 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 you see like i saw people arguing like a week or so ago about like i don't even remember what it was but like trying to like cutify queerness or something a little bit ago and you look at that person's Twitter account, they're 15. And there's, like, a big argument about it. And it's, like, because that's just a part of the conversation now. They're joining they're joining a conversation on the same level as people that are twice their age. And that's not fair to them. It is not fair to treat what they're saying on the same level as someone who has lived their life longer, has had more experiences, has had that chance to fuck up. Like, that is not fair. So I just think that people should think about that and like really take into consideration why people are saying the things that they're saying and where they're coming from, why they're making these things and like, just ignore it. Just ignore it. If they're young, fucking ignore it. It's not your place. They'll figure it out. And if they don't figure it out, then you, then you handle it, you know, when they're your age, it's not, it's not, it's not something you should worry about. Just ignore it. I have something truly unhinged to lighten the mood. Okay. <laughs> uh, apparently, Uzaki-chan did a crossover with the Japanese Red Cross. Yes, I remember that. That is you the do. first time I've heard of Do you of know this, why? This gremlin. Mm-hmm. For blood donations. Do you know why? Because they wanted to attract... It was a to attract light. No. Um, what? It was... Because he reached out, the creator. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because oh, he personally he personally out. reached out to them and wanted to collaborate because he was saved by the Red Cross when he was trapped under rubble in an earthquake, <laughs> and that is like an unreal so thing his contribution to contribution is like her doing her laughing thing and like her boobs are like oh god yeah her massive boobs that, 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 of, that image that image if like, I can I do anything to help image, you like, struck, let me know like, ripples for a while huh I just love the idea that he's like if I can do anything to help you let me know here I'm gonna here's this, this giant boob girl here you go. oh my god <laughs> but I remember I remember yeah that too and so I remembered that drama where. Oh, there yeah. was a totally valid reaction for people like, yeah, this is like obviously a character who sexualizes. This should not be the face of the Red Cross. And other people were just like, um, she's an adult woman. And well, you're listen, just doing just, a fall, like, they just want to get the blood pumping. Like, feminist argument that makes no sense. Like, no, you are horny for this girl. And that's okay. But also, <laughs> your justification for it does not quite make sense. Um, but, um, yeah, I don't know, man. This 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 girl is causing. This girl is one of the horror horsemen of the apocalypse. I think. <laughs> I think this is she needs to be stopped. International woman of problems, Uzaki-chan. Yeah, this is this is unreal. <laughs> Uzaki-chan. Oh man. It's. I will say though, in that newest episode, her like hollering at at the guy Chocomint about chocolate, chocolate ice. That was good. 
That was good. Yeah. I agree oh, yeah, with yeah. her. Yeah. She's fucking right. Chocolate chocolate ice cream is the shit. <laughs> yeah. That's, it's that's good. just the it's song. A good flavor. It's yeah, it's that song. That's that's why I'm like I'm immediately just calling it Chocomint Ice because it's from that fucking song. But yeah, it's, not it's, ice, yeah. it's right though. It's anything flavored cho- chocolate, mint chocolate, anything is great. She's right. Um, have we come up with a term for the skin fang yet? Other than just calling it a skin fang, is that <laughs> I just call it skin fang. Yeah. See, yeah, I really hate skin fang. Just it's from, not. It's really. Yeah, it doesn't feel like good it. to come out of your mouth. It doesn't feel good to think about. Uh, I also just assume that it means dick every single time. I'm going to be real. Um, <laughs> like in the way that, like you know, like when fan fiction's like, I have to be creative and call it oh. dick something. You know what oh, I'm talking like about? Weird. Yeah. Oh god. Um, dick fang. Or they're like again, they're like someone who's not familiar with writing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So they're like, I don't know what to call this penis without <laughs> skin fang. I know. Like thrust a, into something, kind of like a like bite. A a weenie? <laughs> like, yeah, that's erotic. Right? No, that's I've like, totally yeah. seen that. You're right. Yeah. His, his... yeah, they're like they're like yeah, they're like ten and they're not familiar with like, <laughs> yeah, like, like this. any of this yet, and they're like exploring themselves and they're like, Oh, I wanna make like erotic like... fan fiction and they're like, I don't know what any of this means. I mean, so. you know, yeah, it, yeah it, totally. It gets it, it it gets a little larger and like hot, so it's like it's like a sausage, like you're cooking on a barbecue. <laughs> like... I don't know, like <sighs> they just call it vague things that don't, don't make know. sense and are deeply not attractive. Yeah, so really I mean, here. That's all they know. Yeah. <laughs> Skin pink's pretty bad. It's it bad. Is bad. I can't think of a better phrase. What can we say? <laughs> like, like when, whenever I see it, I just think of like there was some fan art that I saw of a Stolfo or something. And they pull like, it. Yeah, 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 they pull yeah. It. yeah I, I can't. Oh my god. That sounds awful. Yeah, like how would that feel? It's fucking horrible. Bad. Because I, I envision it being part of your lip. Yeah, right. At least the way the way they're drawn, it like it looks like it's not even near your actual teeth. It's yeah. like it's Well they like don't have lip lips, part. so And they don't have lips. Yeah, yeah. It's like the cleft part. It's like the where the mouth line is. So it's yeah. like that's technically I imagine that like your lip being full. That's not great. I want someone <laughs> to draw a hyper realistic photo of a stolfo where they have to like depict <laughs> like what that how that intersects with the lips. Like that's what I want to see. Oh. Like I want to see what they th- like would just have like a T Rex face all of a sudden. Would that Ugh. be what happens? Like maybe I have to know. Was Astolfo like the first one to do that? I can't think of anything before. <sighs> Probably. No, there are, I mean, there are tons of other. Stuff. Yeah, but like Astolfo's well, from like 2014 or 13 or something. So yeah. it's like I don't know about skin fang, but like yeah, the fang character. Yeah, has no, I, been a thing. yeah, sure. but you're it right. is I the natural the, evolution. The seamless yeah. mouth. It's yeah, oh. like, like let's Google was, skin fang and see what it, happens. It, like like I, I hope you get what you are looking like for. The, the, like the regular fangs, I get it, you know, but it's just like you add, you make it skin, and it just it makes it so much less like appealing because you're just thinking constantly about how gross it is. <laughs> so first res- so first result was the Astolfo image we talked about where okay. they're pulling on it. <laughs> Second okay. result was a my anime list forum thread which just has the worst title I've ever seen which is what is your opinion on flesh teeth? Ooh. <laughs> oh. God, we answered that question of what else well, I mean, could they're be talking called. about examples, right? <laughs> There's probably some good examples um, in there at least. I think so. The person says, "I think they are the most disgusting thing that can destroy any character design." The girl in the show looks okay enough. Uh, The show is—they don't list a show. Oh, magical senpai! Remember that? 
Oh Christ! Oh, yeah. Oh. She, yeah, she. Yeah, why did they ruin jokes. it with that growth, growth flesh tooth on her face? It is not a tooth; it is skin <laughs> on her lip. I guess it's meant to look mischievous, but it looks like a deformity. <laughs> <laughs> Does anyone prefer uh, this over actual teeth? Question mark. <laughs> it's it's a very weird character design choice right does it even function as teeth no. have we ever seen it just on the person where like, like oh like they're emphasizing yeah like a mischievous as, like, as that one like, was, yeah. like a mischievous or smug face but does it actually bite like teeth? if if their mouth bites does does, does that thing what does it have a little does hole in the second lip that it fits into it, or something like, <laughs> yeah, is, is it like a anus <laughs> i don't like this um I'm sorry, I just want to say, the poll results, by the way, this was a poll, this thread, um, only 16% of people said they are disgusting, 31% said they liked it, and 52% said doesn't bother me. <laughs> so, pretty much just ambivalence from the masses on the skin fangs. Um, yeah, I guess that is just like a mischievous thing, because I think about all the characters, like Astolfo's like a mischievous character, the magical senpai, and then yeah. Uzaki, yeah, like, it's like a mischievous thing, and I don't oh. know, I just think it looks, I just think it's weird. I don't I don't like the concept. Okay, so this one sounds a little more normal. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone said it, um, oh, fuck, I just missed it. Hold on, I have to find it again. Someone said cute little fang, which is a good way to put it. That makes it sound normal. Uh, sorry, I just scrolled past another response that said, I don't mind flesh teeth. And I have to say, flesh teeth is way worse than skin it's fang. So that bad. is so bad. <laughs> um, and it's saying a full set of teeth, not one tooth. Yeah. So what is that saying? <laughs> uh, tooth snag oh. is what someone called them. That sounds really bad. Bad? Yeah, it does sound like it's what? like uh, it's something offensive, doesn't it? It does sound. It sounds offensive. Yeah. Um, it sounds really bad. It sounds like some dated slur. <laughs> yeah, someone just called it's it not, a cute like, thing. You know, thought about in the modern sense, but it sounds really bad. Mm -hmm. Someone said, "Imagine what happens when that character face plants. Nothing good." Ooh. <laughs> And oh, I never yeah. thought about it like that. Wait, then what? What, what happens? Does it get... What, like, like what, what it's... Like, imagine if you face plant and it slides against the ground. That probably doesn't feel good, oh. does it? No. But that's what I mean. Is it, like, whips? Like, I still don't know. Or is it, like, a weird floating thing? Some, some, someone posted the Astolfo image and said, Personally, I don't mind. Uh, I think they can be fun. <laughs> uh... Oh. <laughs> uh, I call them pullable Listen. fangs because of this image. And the OP oh, said, oh, cut it off, this is not normal. <laughs> Man. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's just... This is a good thread that I found. I just want to say right now, I'm it glad that the people out there are discussing it. I do agree that a colored-in tooth looks much better. It's a concerning topic. Mm -hmm. It is a concerning topic. That needs to be mulled yes. over. Yeah. yeah. The community weighs in. We just need to, like, all just figure it out someday. We need to figure it out. We need to sit down and go, hey, guys, why are you doing this? And I guarantee you the reason is Astolfo. I really think that's the reason why it's not colored in anymore. It's because of Astolfo. Because um, mm. it definitely, you know, like, there are fucking 80s anime characters that had the little fang. You know, it's just a... Yeah, but it's a tooth-tooth. Yeah, a tooth-tooth. Mm. It's a, it's not a flesh-tooth, as this thread <laughs> 
Uh, TV Tropes calls them cute little fangs and says skin fangs count. Okay. Um, all right. Well, sorry for that nightmare just then that I had pulled out. <laughs> uh, LV, you can you can talk about an anime now if you'd like. Uh, what do you want to talk about? What do you want to discuss? I'm gonna unfortunately talk about hentai. Heroes. Oh boy, that's what we're gonna talk about. Does anyone have a skin fang um, in that one? Shockingly, no. Oh, yeah. There's a character with like a fang, fang, like the fang, um, thing. Shockingly, no. Shockingly, no. Um, unless I'm misremembering. Oh no, I probably have to check that again. I'm gonna. I need to verify my sources. All right. <laughs> I don't. Know. There's definitely a character with a fang, but I don't remember if there was that. You know, the line that separates it to distinguish it from real teeth. Um. Anyway, this show, like, just, just. Just, just landslided really quickly. Like I, I, I boasted about it right in, in the beginning, um, talking about the first episode. Where like there are a lot of things that subverted my expectations. They were actually kind of cool about just you know dunking on everyone and kind of making fun of yeah, you know, just kind of making like dumb, dumb, stupid sex jokes to you know about everyone and not really centering it on like you know, just fan service of the women, you know, for a male gaze. But that's just kind of what it is now. It just, like, after the second episode, that's just what it is now. Um, you know, there's there's no, like, the equity is just gone. Um, it's entirely just an etchy show with, like, really, really, really dumb, dumb stuff. Again, again this show is kind of, like, parodying um, Super Sentai shows, so there, there are force right. people who have to use their erotic energy to defeat these aliens that have been, like, invading Earth constantly. And, like, the aliens are, like look like bug people, but some of them are kind of, like, more humanoid than others, so at, at some point there was, like, a sexy mantis lady and she had boobs, and, like, mantises should not have boobs, but okay. <laughs> and then, like, more recently, more the more recent Monsters of the Week have been more and more humanoid so you know there's there's they just kind of they just want like we, we gotta have sexy characters now we just don't want like these monsters now we gotta actually have characters we can sexualize um but yeah there is nothing honestly like there's honestly nothing i think that deep to talk about where the show is at now at, at, like we're, we're it's more than halfway through this the, through it finishing it's like 12 episodes i think it's so you know now we have some like bigger conflict at hands and the main girl she gets kidnapped briefly oh shit um oh, boy. and then they save her didn't they save her it wasn't a big deal okay. it, it was it, it was it, <laughs> but it was it was again like she so like you know to just to re-explain what her deal is she kind of is like afraid of sexually expressing herself she's a little insecure about it um there, there's a whole serious thing. Like, like they actually showed us in the first. There's a whole serious thing when the aliens invaded, and she's a child. They made like really gross comments to her as a child, and that really made her like, like self insecure about like her body and stuff. It's like, oh, like these gross things made these horrible thing said these horrible things to me as a kid. These horrible inappropriate things to me as a kid, and made me feel uncomfortable. And that's why she's kind of like prudish about these things, um, you know. And that's her character. But then, meanwhile, she's like. She, you know, she's like a huge breasted character. So then, meanwhile, she's just like thrown in the wind of like, oh yeah, you know, like again, typical fa- like face or smiley. Also, like the censorship beams. I call them censorship beams. <laughs> They're like getting worse and worse every episode. Like half the time, I'm like, like on an episode, half the screen is just like these like 
blurry like glows and i'm not seeing anything i'm not seeing what's <laughs> happening i'm like okay I'm, I'm assuming i guess someone's panties were shown i guess that's what happened or i'm assuming someone is topless but i don't see anything half the time it's just like i don't by the end of the i guess i feel like by the time i get to the last episode it's just gonna be a white screen and i'm just gonna hear dialogue though so like that <laughs> like it's gonna be that but it's just it's just getting more wretched by the hour there's really nothing conducive and like nothing as funny as it was in the beginning as it is so why am i still watching this because i'm almost done anyway why not that's how i am right um but um they they introduce a new character to the squad and when when that girl was kidnapped, the main character she ends up meeting this alien that's actually friendly. And again, again, the 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 more the more unassuming aliens, they're more humanoid looking, just so they can like sexualize them, right? This alien looks like a little girl. So what? Uh oh, Uh-oh, bad. She looks like a young girl. Two, she is like she she you know the whole thing is like she's different from the other ones. So she's kind of like a weird cat dog girl. So she's not a bug, but she's like. She's more animalistic in that way, so I guess that's that's the the furry slash cat girl fans appeal. So so they got that down, I guess, for this character. Um, but there's a whole thing where um, she she you know the, the alien girl like explains like yeah my whole life I, I knew it was different and like I think she says she was ki- I could be I don't remember but there's something special about her where she's like royalty but she she the way her mind works is different she's not craving like on instinct like the other aliens where they want like the erotic energy from the humans and all that she's just like she just wants to exist and stuff um so they basically yeah i bet basically when that whole ordeal was settled when they take this girl back home she's now like in their like dormitory quarters they all avoid each other again they basically all just started living with each other without really introducing each other they don't even go to the same school mm-hmm. but i guess now they're all like hunky dory working as like a superhero team but um and the whole thing about this girl is that she can transform into anybody so it's like uh-oh number three um there's a there's like a whole like long skit where oh god there's a like uh, so okay so each episode has two segments so there's like one whole segment in one episode where you know she's getting situated um like living with all the other yeah like all everyone else um and she just starts sexually fooling around with everyone, and that's just it. That's just what happens in the segment. Nothing else happens. The main girl, who again, like obviously, she likes the main guy, the redhead. Um, the alien girl says, like, "Oh yeah, I can transform into him for you, so you can practice or something like that." It's like, oh god, this is like it's just it just it just keeps getting to iffy territory. And of course, like you know, that doesn't work out. She like feels uncomfortable and stuff and all that. But yeah, like it's not it's not. Like, like, half of the episode is, like, a monster of the week thing. And then the other half of the episode is just, like, dumb, etchy shenanigans. That's kind of what's been going... That's what has been going on at this point. <laughs> there isn't really anything, like, special. Um, and yet, I'm still here. I mean, I'm still, like, on this ride. It's terrifying. Uh, <laughs> but that's the... That's the, that's the hentai... Super HX era. Yeah, stuff. sorry I keep calling <laughs> I know it hentai heroes. I very easy to it's, say, but that's not quite yeah, accurate. You're right, it's not was. accurate. I'm sorry to be smirched. It's good <laughs> That name. will mislead you into probably finding something else. Oh, that right, our favorite this. game, right? I forgot, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um... But yeah, I would, I would, I, yeah, I would not recommend that. <laughs> but I don't know. I think it's. Oh. <laughs> but I, guess, really? I think it's worth seeing that first episode. I, I don't know. Like the first episode is really different from like at this point. Now it's just like, just shameless. You know, it's just she's like okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um. Let me. 
Yeah, even my my roommate who watches everything uh, dropped that one after episode two. So you're stronger than, than that, I guess. It's, it's <laughs> impressive. Yeah, I think episode two literally was um, when they like when they start living again. Like they literally just like, oh yeah, let's live with each other. They didn't really even properly introduce all these other girls yet. Uh-huh. And then, but each episode was like, I think episode two literally was the br- breast episode where she. Um, I think I explained this before. She's like small chested and she's insecure about her breasts. And then she finds a commercial. She 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 listens to a commercial about like, oh, if you rub milk on your boobs, it, it will like grow. It, like, yeah, there's a whole thing with that. That's a whole segment. It's a whole segment about her like bathing in milk and she like collapses because she wants to grow her boobs. <laughs> it's a whole thing. Oh, no, that was episode three. See, see, unfortunately, I'm so deep in it. <laughs> I even remember where things happen. <laughs> you're, you're losing a little bit, Elvie. You okay? Yeah. Uh, I'm so sorry that you you're trapped in the cycle. Uh, <laughs> someone needs to I know, make. I'm always like I can't, I can't. You know, it's like I like went this far in. I got it. Yeah. No, I get you. I really do get that, and I feel like like someone you know like The Last of Us is about the cycle of revenge. Someone needs to make a game <laughs> about an anime about the cycle of I have to watch this anime that I hate because <laughs> I'm already trapped here. I have to engage with this thing just because it's, I can't not, I'd help me. <laughs> like, uh-huh. a more prevailing and uh, universal message that everyone can relate to, I think. <laughs> um, you know, we can also talk about Decadence if you want, LV. Uh, that, that show is continually unhinged, and I, I think the animation is so good. It's so good, I'm really impressed. It is, it is really good. It is really good. Um, so, yeah, they're just, like, making it more blatantly clear that, well, like, the last episode, at least the last episode I saw, like, it was more action, it was just entirely focused on that within the world itself, and it wasn't really cutting away to the real world, world, quote-unquote. Yeah. Um, and that was cool, it was just, like, fun action stuff. But, yeah, my biggest question is that, you know, and then they they, they explain more war war about, like, yeah, this is, like, a post-apocalyptic reaction to what's going on, so classic, like, kind of, like, similar to the Matrix or whatever, any other... I guess, story that has a similar thing where a, a fake world is made in response to an apocalypse and some people get, like, we're lucky to get away and find a place there, right? But then I'm, like, thinking, like, okay, they did this, but then why is why is the world fucked up then? Why are people tired? Why didn't they make a perfect world? You know, I don't know. Like, well, they want it for entertainment, right? Because it's just a game. Yeah. Then it's like, oh my god, the tiny alien people are actually dying and oh, yeah. getting thrown into like a dumpster. <laughs> yeah. Like, what's happening? I mean, that's just the nature of uh, you know capitalism. Uh, mm-hmm. I think that's what they're they were trying under, to get. Yeah. A, yeah. Just like, well, if anyone goes against big the block, the perceived way things have to be, uh, little uh, fucking kaiji man appears and he shoots you with a gun <laughs> out of his bird and his. Pokemon. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with that. I love that he's a cube. I love that he's a cube, first of all, and I love that there (laughs) appear to be many of him based on the opening uh, of different colors. So did you see the most... Well, actually, I don't know if it's the most recent episode. The one where he he went sicko mode? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I feel like when that episode... And like I, I'm very excited to see where this keeps going because I really expected this to just be a generic show from episode one. <laughs> I was like, this is just going to be another. As did everyone. Like I thought it was going to be like Cabinary like, oh, okay. or something like uh, yeah. Attack on Titan style, like whatever. And yeah. like, oh, there's a big twist in episode ten, and not like episode two. Um, 
it's so unhit i love seeing the little man when they cut back to the little man inside <laughs> of his little gamer rig and he's just this fucked up little man who looks like a tamagotchi <laughs> yeah. like it's it's so fucked and they all have like this kind of vacant stereo yeah. it's like <laughs> just like I love yeah. the, just the completely different style and everything. It's so consistent. Like it's it moves it, differently. Yeah. It even moves. It's like animated differently. It's yep. a little more um, like intentionally stiff. Um, uh, <laughs> it owns. It just owns. I love it. It's I've 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 been having a lot of fun with that show. I I think it's for me this season. It's either that or uh, ReZero is my favorite uh, show right now. Um, I think I might just give it to Decadence only because it is the rare original anime that is just good uh, mm-hmm. so far anyway. I mean, who knows how it ends, but I mean, I have faith in that director, uh, I think, probably, the Mob Psycho director, uh, to do it well. Um, but yeah, like, after after all these seasons where I've been like, it's an original anime, so I'm complaining about it, and then it's just like, oh, now it's this is good. Uh, it's really good. Um, John, wouldn't you want to talk about, do you want to share something? You want to talk? Do I want to share something? Do you want to share something? Do you want to share something? Do you have something to show the class? I always do. And it's never good. Um, and I'm trying to like figure out if I wanted to do Pokemon or healing good. Um, cause they were both fucking unhinged as usual. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm do, glad I'll Pokemon's do. become unhinged. I have to say, I think that's really good for it. I'm I'm glad that they've really just become I mean, insane after like yeah. five seasons of nothing. I'll be honest. This um, this this past uh this past few bits here um, it's the the Pokemon series has gotten pretty good. Like the past few episodes have just been legit good. Um. So, uh, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll do the usual run through, um, but I'll try to be quick about it. Um, so then, so, uh, episode 30 was, uh, so Ash, Ash has a Riolu, you know that now, um, and Ash training with the Riolu a bunch and Pikachu is pissed. Pikachu isn't getting any attention and Ash's mom shows up like to stay overnight just because she's like well i'm in town i had a friend in town and i wanted to visit my son who's just like living with this professor now so i'm just gonna stay over um and so then she leaves but she gave pikachu a lot of attention through the night she was like pikachu you can sleep with me in my bed i'll I'll pet you to sleep you know ash is giving you any attention it's like it's like it's like when you kick the cat out of the room you know the cat's gonna start meowing it's gonna be pissed wants to sleep somewhere so Ash keeps ignoring Pikachu, and Pikachu's like, fuck this, and just leaves. It's like, I'm in Vermilion City, I'm just gonna walk to Pallet Town. And Mr. Mime is like, what the fuck is going on? Mr. Mime just follows after Pikachu, and it's just, the entire episode is just Pikachu just running to Pallet Town, and Mr. Mime having to watch Pikachu, make sure that Pikachu isn't, like, dying. Um, you know, it's it's something. They, they do a scene where they recreate, uh, like, the shot from the first episode where you know uh ash is trying to protect pikachu from the the big spiro uh like the 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 gang of spiro and then pikachu does the big thunder uh they recreated that but with mr mime instead of ash um which was which was fucked up um you know they just do that it's it's something um i don't know it was it was a little funny 
But uh, yeah, there's a there's Mr. Mime was there, and uh, apparently I'm I'm looking on the Bulbapedia page. I guess uh, officially, Mr. Mime is uh, considered Ash's Pokemon now. Um, I would have I would have thought that that it would still be considered uh, Ash's mom's Pokemon, but um, it's his dad. It is it is just his dad. Yeah, it is. It's his own father. It is his father. He owns his father. Which yeah, I I don't. I don't condone that. Um, <laughs> so, so the next episode is uh, the next episode. I, jo- I thought was just was just it was just nice. Um, there's this little girl that like is like a friend of a friend, basically. Like Ash and Go are like friends with somebody who's friends with this like kindergartner girl, and she has a Feebas. And everyone is just ripping into her for having a Feebas. They're like, this thing looks like shit. It's a stupid Pokemon. Why do you have it? And she's just like sitting there holding it. She's like, no, I love my Feebas. And it's like, it's like, <gasps> like, it's, it's like, it's twitching and like, like seizing. And it's just having like a fucking horrible time, which it's not just because it's out of the water. It's doing that in the water too. Like Feebas is just suffering the entire time. And so... You know, they feel bad, like, Ash and Go feel bad. They're like, man, these kids, they should learn that Feebas is a great Pokemon. So they try to figure out, what what should we do? We're going to enter both of you in, like, a kids swimming contest. Like, a a little, like, fun, like, contest for water Pokemon and their trainers. And she's like, well, I can't swim. It's like, oh, shit. All right. So then the, the humans help her learn how to swim. And then, like, they got the water Pokemon, like, teaching the Feebas how to do cool tricks and shit. And so they do that. And, I mean, it's just a, cu- it's just a cute little episode where, you know, like, the, the, the Feebas is there. And the, then they do, they go to the contest and they do their best. But then Team Rocket shows up and they're like, we're going to steal all the Pokemon. And then, you know, she's trying to protect the Feebas. And then, of course, because, um, because you gotta... You got to do the big, the big thing. Feebas does evolve into Milotic and saves everybody. Um, but I actually really like how they like alluded to it and went with it because, you know, I'm the fucking shitty Pokemon nerd and I and I notice these things. Um, they pointed out like, oh, your Feebas has this like really shiny, like one of its scales is like a rainbow scale, and it is specifically the scale that in the game you it's because originally Feebas evolved into Milotic when you raise his beauty all the way up with the Pokeblocks and all that shit. But now it's like a trade evolution where it has to hold the shiny scale. And it was that specific shiny scale. So it like, it has that scale on its body and then Meowth like attacks it and knocks the scale out. But then she like holds it up to the, she's like, Oh no, it fell off. And she's like holding it up and she's like trying to protect it. And then it evolves. So it's just like, ah, you know, it's not a trade, but you know, whatever it, it works. It works in the context, so I just thought it was like it was a cute, like dumb, nerdy thing where I was just like, "Oh, they, they brought up the item that they used to trade." Ah, you know, like so they actually like integrated the game mechanics. I like when they do that. I that is they should do that more. I like that. Um, but it was it was cute. It was cute. Um, and then the last episode was it was it was it was weird. It was a weird episode. Um. Basically, all that happens is Go and his family go on vacation to Johto, uh, specifically Azalea. They go. <laughs> I'm sorry? I'm sorry. I'm sorry? <laughs> oh, I just said they go. 
They go. They feels... fucking go. They do. Uh, they go to uh, Azalea Forest. I think that's what the forest is. The, In the... Johto, yeah. Yeah. Look, it's. I have so much trouble remembering. There's a lot of the names of this. Sh- no, no. Specifically, I have more trouble remembering this stuff because they keep using the Japanese names. So I just mix oh, everything up. Yeah. I can't remember shit. I hate it so much. The yeah, Azalea. Which is like the bug gem. They have the forest where you can see the Celebi and all that. And they're vacationing there. Um, and I did have a thought at, at a certain point while I was watching this. I'm just like... Do people... Like, is, does anyone ever just, like, go on a vacation and then just, like, I'm not gonna bring my Pokemon, or my kids need to leave the fucking Pokemon at home, they need to, like, put them in the PC or something? Does that happen? Do you think that happens? Do you think parents are like, no, you're not bringing your fucking Marsh Tomp to the campgrounds, alright? Put it in the PC, you'll see it when the weekend's over. Like, do you think that ever happens, or is it just like, well, I, I or is it just like... Or just like, well, they're family. Yeah, like, like, like pets. Yeah, I've seen it know. happen with dogs and cats, it's really fucked. I, yeah, like sometimes, like you, you know, sometimes they might be an inconvenience. I mean, but uh, or they're not allowed. Or see, the thing is, is I, like for Pokemon, it's like it's not it's not cruel necessarily. Like, like I, I if if you're just leaving your dog just at your house with no supervision for multiple days, th- that's, that's fucked up. up. You don't do that. But I mean, like if it's a if it's a Pokemon where like you can explicitly just put a Pokemon in the PC and it's taken care of, like. That's a separate conversation, but I was still just thinking, like, you know, just like it's not like a moral thing. It's more just like, like, would people like have the urge to be like, no, I'm not gonna fucking deal with my Pokemon for the next few weeks. Just put it in the box. It'll be fine, you know. Like, I, like also on like animals, I can see some Pokemon being able to fend for themselves. I mean, yeah, like Mr. Mime fucking cooks for people, like, yeah, you know? Like, yeah, oh, yeah, Mr. Mime is just his own <laughs> yeah like mr mime is just a man so you know whatever but yeah he's just a strange man yeah, he's just a <laughs> fucked up rude man but i don't know but so, so they, they they go on vacation and go is like i'm gonna go catch some pokemon and then he has a flashback when he gets to like the dense forest where he's like i hung out with this other kid and we explore the forest and we promised that we'd meet up the next day and that he didn't show up and I was just super fucking upset about it. I I was betrayed. And that's like the entire episode is just they hang out and like Go really wants to catch Celebi and this ki- or no Go really likes Mew, Mew and this kid really loves Celebi and so they kind of like bond over like oh we have our favorite mythical Pokemon. And then he goes to like the shrine where Celebi is and he just finds a note from the kid that was like I got sick. Sorry I didn't show up. Like. <laughs> And then the kid shows up again. He's like, wow, I keep coming here every year to see if you'd be here. And you were here. And then it's just like, oh, well, Pokemon can make people friends. And then they just see the Celebi. And it's like, there's a regular Celebi and a shiny Celebi. And it's like, there's a shiny Celebi, like in the new movie that's coming out. <gasps> so that's it. It's it like, it was, it was dumb. It, that episode was way too long. It was like it was like twenty minutes of them just being like, "Wow, Go had another friend," but then he didn't. But now he does, and Pokemon can make you have friends. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. And watch our movie. Watch our movie too. Make sure you go out to the <laughs> cinema, guys, right now. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 probably a little like less 
bad in Japan, but, you know, it's still bad. You probably shouldn't be going to the movie theaters uh, anytime soon. Yeah, I don't know if they're even open. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, that's that's Pokemon. I was thinking of how fucked up it is that, A, we they have never solved the, like, Japanese cinema pre-order thing that they've done for Pokemon for, like, the last 20 years over in Japan, like, in, in the rest of the world. Like, mm-hmm. We just have no option to do that. Um, and second, I could not believe that they were doing it for the new new movie. I was like, "Wow, okay." Mm. Uh. Yeah, like there are people in like the U.S. because you you can like pre-order just tickets over the over yeah. for for the movie online. And if you pre-order, you actually get like the new mythical Pokemon that monkey. I don't remember what it's called, but Zerud. Yeah, Zarude, that's right. Yeah, you get the Zarude, and you also get the shiny Celebi. So you know, like people are just like, yeah, I'm just gonna pre-order it and get it. And then I think you can even do it with like multiple accounts, even. So like, if you just like pre-order another ticket and then cancel it, you'll still get the Zarude and the Celebi. Uh. So I think this is what people are doing. But I mean, they'll they're gonna have some kind of event to release those in the U.S. They're not gonna do that. Like with with how it is, like with how things are and how international everything is now like if they don't do something to just give people those pokemon there's going to be a shit storm so they i mean do they've it done it forever i there have been plenty yeah. of times in the old games where they're just like no yeah but i just think now with the switch and how easy it is like how you how easy it is to just like download japanese games now like i think they're just gonna have to do it you know they'll do it Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know if you want to do anything else or if you just want me to do fucking healing good, because again, um, I can take a break and and talk about, please, um, yeah, let let uh, me take a break. (laughs) Uh, I, uh, so one, I forgot to go over my list of commendation, which is one thing. Um, I'm sorry for what I'm about to say. Um, but the one commendation I'm giving out is rental girlfriend. Um, mm-hmm. they showed the man jerking off in the most right. recent episode, uh, which bold, but not unheard of, uh, unheard of was they had him like tweaking his nipple when he was doing mm-hmm. it. And, uh, <laughs> I have never seen that in, in, in film, in, in real film, Very in, bold. in, in TV or anywhere. <laughs> I don't think I've seen that anywhere. And that is a bold choice. That is... I cannot help but admire it. I'm sorry. I'm like, I'm like, wow. Because they also don't even show the, the guys. They don't have nipples anime. also in the show. So what was he tweaking? Yeah. I was just like. It just, it, you said it just, it just appeared. So, so it doesn't even appear really, but it's clear that's what he's doing. What he, it, to make it even more real, he has his shirt on. Ooh. And he's like, Whoa. you can see he's reaching <laughs> under it and he's holding up his shirt with his, with his, his, his mouth. Oh, I see. They don't even have to show it. Yeah, um, I was just floored by this scene. I could not believe that this <laughs> happened. I was like, when I was watching it unfold, I was like, holy, like, wow, this is happening right now. <laughs> Can't look away. Yeah, it's like, whoa. Well, I haven't gotten there yet. I, I, I'm curious as to. <laughs> I said, not by no, I know it's going to come. 
<laughs> sorry, sorry about that uh, word. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't have even thought of anything. Know of it. I know I'm going to eventually watch the series, uh, the episode. Yeah. Um, Brace yourself. So I don't know. But I, I have a warning, yeah. now, but so I don't know what to expect if I'm like. It's pretty. You know, just it just sort of just happens. I do have to say. I, it sort of just happens. Oh boy, <laughs> it'll be a surprise. It was really something. Um, uh, it's a hell of a scene, I have to say, and just in general, even divorced from that. that it's a really something. <laughs> no, I, I'm sure. Almost as much as the grandmother being obsessed with Azur Lane and saying horrible things all the time. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Don't know what's going she's, on. She's a lot. <laughs> um, uh, my, 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 uh... My other my thing I was going to really talk about, not my <laughs> stupid commendation I just gave to that nightmare, uh, is uh, I finished part five of JoJo. Um, oh. So I read the manga, like, oh, God, like 10 years ago now or something like that. Um, and uh, I just, I, we, my, my organization of girlfriends just got slow <laughs> on uh, watching part five of JoJo. And we ended up just watching the last nine episodes uh, this last week. And uh, I was not a fan. <laughs> um, I, I think part five is really, really weak. Uh, I've heard some definitely like conflicting things. No, it, it totally is. Uh, I, I, I think yeah. like it's probably the weakest part out of like, like, so when I read the manga, I thought, I don't like this very much. But then I read part six and I love part six. So I was just sort of like, you know, I, I I rushed past that, right? That feeling mm-hmm. didn't really stick with me. I was just like, yep, that's a part of JoJo. Uh, I'm just getting caught up now, or whatever. Uh, but, like, f- from everything I've seen, other than Part 8, which I do not like at all, um, Part 5, I was really hoping the anime would be better, because, like, the anime for, like, Part 3 had problems, but it was much better than reading Part 3. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like this i don't think they fixed anything (laughs) i think they if anything it all felt worse kind of because like i mean sure i'm sure it felt just as bad watching or reading it week to week or whatever when uh the rolling stone bit that they put into the last episodes last two episodes uh where there's just this it's basically an ova interjected between the final scenes of the show um and the OVA is has like nothing to do with anything. It has like one thing that they're trying to explain, like one plot point, but it feels so unnecessary and so weird. And it kills all of the momentum that they had going in the ending. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause it just basically cuts to like episode 38. Jo- uh, Jojo wins a fight. Let's just say that to avoid spoilers. Right. He wins a fight a big fight mm-hmm. and then like they're starting to deal with the aftermath and then it just cuts back in time all of a sudden to do this ova episode about this completely unrelated thing that happened like a year ago <laughs> yeah that's jarring. and then that's the entire last episode then the last episode cuts back and it goes yeah remember jojo fighted the fought the thing in one now he's boss of the mafia like it was just like okay uh what was that like what just happened like why did we just see that it was so weird. Um, that's how the manga was too, which I did not remember. Yeah. Um, and I just think that's weird. I think that whole thing's weird. I think that whole part is Araki falling into his worst habits as a writer. Um, I think like it's at, like the only funny part is that Palmarf's tiny little soul body is floating out of that turtle sometimes. Uh, 
I think everything with the turtle and Polnareff is funny. Um, yeah, it's just very mediocre. Shame. I hope they animate part six, though. They've gotta. Like, if they don't, they're completely off at one. I want them to animate part six only so we can get to part seven and see CGI horses. Yes! I... Because I, I haven't seen... Have any of you seen an animated horse in, like, recent times? Because I haven't. No. They're, they're all CGI. They're like fucking weird. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, I've... Or, 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 or they probably um, traced a yeah. horse, maybe. You know, which is fine. Yeah, that's still fine. But a lot... Like, it's, it's, it's hard to press to say if a horse in a series... Or movie had had not was not CGI or had a lot yeah. of help from CGI, right? Um, recently, unless someone shows it. Yeah. Know. Hey, oh, out so. there, if you know if you've seen a real horse in anime recently, right? And tell me, no, I need to see this real horse <laughs> that's not an- CGI. I think if there were any horses anime, they were probably weren't moving. Yeah, that's true. I feel like a, yeah, like I can, I can imagine like a yeah. big part of it to me, I think, is that um, every series is trying to get rid of horses, like you know the Final Fantasy style. <laughs> thing where like you know like they have the chocobos like uh re-zero has like dragons that like little little dragons with like ostrich feet or whatever that they use instead of horses yeah. like uh i think the slime anime is the same way they use wolves right and then i can't think like like just mounting everything but like but horses yeah and then when they do have the horses <laughs> someone else is using is it and it's cgi <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. They got they got fucked up legs. <laughs> yeah, just people just don't like horses. I think that's the truth. I think as soon as we didn't need horses anymore, everyone was like, "Fuck it, let's get out of here." Except for that subset of the populace. A loss for the horse girls. That's true. Yeah, the horse girls. <laughs> that's, I mean, now look, they they have to become their own denomination because like pe- <laughs> people don't want anything to do with those things. I just think when I think of horses now, all I can think of is the fucking field of death horse chart that someone made where it's just like if you are here oh you die God. yeah like oh okay fun animal <laughs> i don't know no, i'm sorry horses you're all fine you're all you're all fine you're doing your best out there um all right i'll let john talk about precure but do you want to talk about one more thing lv sure i would um yeah, I started watching Breakwater Club. Oh, yeah. came out of its break. Ah, <laughs> boom. It break. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. What? A, yeah, it's a cute show. It's one another one of those. At first, I was like a little weird, like because she this, this our main character, like you know, she moves into a new town, the whole spiel, right? And she's she's trying to fit in. She finds like oh, she just stumbles upon this group by accident. But then she's kind of like she, she's kind of like threatened to join this club at first, and I was like, I don't know, I don't know about this. This isn't really great. She's kind of she kind of hates it, but I know like over time she does. But that that was the initial whole thing like that that girl like harasses her with an octopus that's fucked up yeah that was um fun. but anyway i i really like the aspect that yeah they also focus on cooking and that's fun that's cool um but otherwise yeah what a cute show it's a cute show another one of those things about yeah just a bunch of girls hanging out and focusing on a particularly very niche interest <laughs> together but the re- right the recent episode um they they finally introduced the advisor that you keep seeing in the opening or whatever. Like kind of, she's fucked up. I hate her. I don't like her. <laughs> I really don't like this character. Um, okay, hate is a strong word, but I don't know if any of you have seen the recent episode. But she's like, 
you know, she comes in, she seems normal at first, but then she's the classic kind of, like, irresponsible teacher type where, you know, she gets drunk and wastes about and it's kind of useless But she's a monster. Yeah, she, she, and then she just becomes really overbearing and annoying to everyone. It's like, uh, this, is, this, is not, this is not funny now. I can't see this joke being funny in any other episode she appears in. So, uh, so I don't know, ban her. She needs to be banned. But unfortunately, she's an advisor to the club, so she has to exist for her sake. But yeah, she's not great. <laughs> she's not great. It, it kinda, it kinda, it's, she's kind of very disruptive so far. Like She hasn't... I, I don't know if she will do anything else in the series if she shows up again, but if that, I feel like this is going to be a running gag for her where she's just going to be like frustrating to deal with and gets in the way of the girls. So I don't know. Don't, don't, don't like this character. <laughs> That's mostly what I have to say. No, I agree with you completely. I thought everything that she did was so fucked up and twisted. And like, I was at first, I was just like, okay, if she's just like, you know, the drunk archetype this is fine whatever at first and then it was just like oh no this is this is a crime <laughs> this is a criminal <laughs> this is a monster this is, yeah this is this is literally just a monster um <laughs> like what i i, I my my comments on the show is I'm, I'm glad that they're still uh, this is like if the board game girl show was real i want to say right now like if it was actually <laughs> oh, no. about the thing that it was about like <laughs> like they, they talk about fishing genuinely. Oh. They say real things that you do when you're fishing. Like, That's good. Yeah, they say they say real cooking tips. Yeah. Like yeah. they talk about like you know like there's plenty of people who love fishing but can't handle killing the fish. But they're like mm-hmm. yeah like sometimes you just have to do it. Um, it's lots of stuff. Like they they cover everything. I was like wow okay I'm glad this is actually about fishing for once. Like I was. <laughs> Like, even the asteroid show, right, to an extent, it was, like, half of it was just, like, what is... None of this is about asteroids, first of all. None of it. <laughs> and they end up not finding yeah. one. They end up not seeing an asteroid. Yeah, like, the, the asteroid show was, like, more, like... It was closer to, like, I think a more generic school life kind of show and, like, you know, dealing with each other, but... It, it, it didn't dig deep into space enough. I, I, I think the I think they dig deep into rocks though. Less about space though. I think I think the rock girls got their got their spotlight, not the space girls. Yeah. Um, well, it's easier to make an anime about space uh, rock girls, I think, because it's just like you just say, "Look, there's yeah. sediment," and you go, "Sediment! They said it. They said sediment." Like, <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> Metamorphic. Holy <Yeah>. shit! <laughs> this was formed on a lake bed. What? I mean, like uh, the school festival episode where they were trying to dig up through the school and finding yeah, a sample. That was that, kinda, was, him. that was like a cool. That was a cool part. Yeah, but the space girls—they were like, "Oh, we're, we're gonna build a, a fake solar system, put it on the ceiling as decoration." Like, okay, cool, whatever. <laughs> like, what? You have like a, yeah, you, you got that project while the rock girls literally dug a hole in the school grounds, and so I got permission to do that. <laughs> like, okay. But anyway, not dunking on the asteroid in Love Show. I thought it was no, it was fine. Yeah, it wasn't bad or anything. But nothing yeah. happened. Yeah, like nothing happened. But like, yeah, like I'm appreciating like, that. Like a nothing show. Um, yeah. Wow, what was the other thing I was going to say? Oh, the other thing that's fucked up to me is that the two girls look like they're five years old, and the other two look like they're in their twenties. Yeah, the other two girls look. I would say the other two girls look too much like adults. I would say like they can pull I, off. Like you could convince me those are seniors in high school. I go, yeah, sure. Like I can believe that even, but they're second years. Yeah, right, they're like they're like they, second or third years or something, and they look because I'm okay with the, the 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 two girls looking really young, but like the two girls look yeah. the same age as the advisor. 
and that's the problem. Like especially the um, what's what's her name? I forgot her name. But they look the, older. The, like yeah, they look older. <laughs> especially the girl with the the accent. Yeah. I forgot her name. Um, but. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, like, see, like, this and the mom and eccentric. I don't know what they're doing out there. I don't know what they're doing. (laughs) Like, I don't know what this is supposed to say. Um. Yeah, uh, I'm fine. Like, I I think that it is actually, like, how you're saying, like, I am am fine to, if the girl, like, the two girls are like that, it it is definitely the other's end of it that's making me go, like, what the hell? Uh, Mm -hmm. The the other girls, basically. Like, they they do look too old, yeah. (laughs) Like, you cannot convince me they are two years apart, these people. They literally look like this is their children. Like, who could convince me those are their children, like, genuinely? Yeah. And I would be like, yeah, sure. They they have, like, a foot underneath both of them. Like, uh. um, But yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a fun show. Mm-hmm. It made me want to eat clams. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, you can talk about your, your wretched freak here now, John. <sighs> okay, God, I'm... <laughs> Oh, I you know I was I I, t- I said this to you before, but them renaming Latte to Rate in the it's uh, awful. Thing. So like I, I was watching uh, Misfit at the Demon Academy, and they changed a man's name from Ray to Lay. Uh, what's like, going on? An episode apart, and I'm just wondering what is going on over there. What the I, fuck is going on? So um, I'll I'll be quick. Um, to uh, I didn't I haven't seen the newest episode. But I will soon. Uh, but the, the two episodes before that, uh, the first one is uh, Chiyu, the blue one, is like, oh man, I'm going to be helping my family at the inn. I'm going to be Yukiko from Persona 4, and I'm going to help my family at the inn. And she does. And then uh, these white people show up, and they're at the <laughs> inn, and they're just like, wow, we love Japan. And um, <laughs> and then... Pretty, pretty much, yeah. Like it, it was very much just like, oh yeah, no, this is like a Japanese person. Yeah, this is a Japanese person doing the like English voice and all that. So it's like it's always a little funny, but I still will never not find the like Rotom drone in Pokemon that is so obviously being voiced by a white dude. It is so good. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta show you a link or yeah, a, a you, clip. You it do. is so funny. Mm-hmm. Um. But so, uh, the, the, it's, it's a couple and their daughter and the daughter is just very like, seems like a little shy. She just is frowning the whole time. She doesn't look like she's having a good time. And Chiyu just has this, like, she's just like, I, I want to make her smile. I need to, I need to make her smile. And, um, she notices that the girl, her name's Emily. She likes the park. She's like, oh, you know, maybe I could bring her to the park. You know, that'll be nice. Um, and, you know, she's hanging out with the family. She's trying to be like a like a kind of a like a sightseeing like person, like show, show them around town. But it turns out the reason why they're there is because they're moving there. And Emily's upset. because She's like, I don't want to, you know, I don't know anyone here. Um, they don't really broach the fact that, you know, they're like going to a different country because uh, they can speak like perfect Japanese. Like at first it kind of seems like they don't know Japanese. Like there's the, there's like a part where, you know, they show up to the inn and they're like doing the whole, like, where is our room? You know, like she like speaking all stilted. And then like the inn owner is just like, like, you know, stiltedly speaking English slowly. 
And, but then, like, right after that, they speak perfectly fine Japanese, so it's like they get over it, like, immediately, and I'm just like, I don't know what that scene was, you know, especially if they're moving here, you would hope that they know Japanese, or at the very least, like, you know, they should maybe have a scene of them, like, reading a translation dictionary or something, but no, they just know Japanese now, it's fine. Um, but, yeah, so she's like, I'm gonna bring her to the park. And they go to the park, but then as soon as they get to the park, guess what fucking happens? The pathogerms show up, and oh, then they gotta fight god. it. Yeah, oh my god. It's like... I didn't expect that. <laughs> it does, yeah. So then they gotta fight, and that's that's it. The dog gets sick, you know, it's fine. But that, but it but it turns out that the that they they beat they beat the villain and that's it. It's you know. Oh, well, whatever. thank God they beat. The, okay, thank I was fucking worried god. at first. Um, and then the girl is happy because she's like, okay, now I have friends. There you go. It's great. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So the next, the following episode, the following episode is probably the most twisted episode yet. You you may you may be asking John. Every single episode of this show has been twisted. How <laughs> yeah. could it be worse? <laughs> so, Niataron, who is the little the the little cat animal for mm-hmm. for Hinata, the little cat animal, is like flying over to someone's house. I think she, he's going over to see the fucking dog or whatever. He smells something. He's like, "Ooh, that smells nice." He goes over to this aromatherapy shop. He sees a fucking human woman, and he's. Falling all over himself for her. Like, he falls in love with her. He is horny as shit for this human-ass lady who, may I remind you, is probably, like, seven times bigger than him. Maybe, like, six. Mm -hmm. Like, because he's, like, he's, like, fucking, like, up to your ankle. Has he, like, had this, like, fortacious personality past or no? I mean, he can't do anything about it. Like, Like, he's, like, smitten. He's super in love with her. But... He can't do anything about it because he's a fucking healing animal. You know, he can't reveal himself to her because or in more ways than one, I suppose, Um, because, you know, like he's a fucking little animal. And so, yeah, so Hinata is just like, yeah, you know what? I'll do everything I can. I'll be your wingman, basically. But everyone else, like the other animals and then the other girls are like, wait a minute. Like, they, they misconstrue it, and they think that Nyadaron is interested in her as, like, a partner. And they're like, oh my god, he's gonna leave Hinata, and she's gonna be a, a healing good. We're just gonna have this lady join us. We don't know who the hell she is. Like, what is he doing? And then they're also like, why is Hinata helping him? And it's just like, this is so twisted just seeing, like, Hinata, like, basically, like, helping set her cat up with this human woman um and then they fucking um the the the, the, the guess guess what happens <laughs> what happens the, john the, the the pathogerm shows up and infects the fucking uh the the, the aromatherapy shop fucking so, nowhere is safe nowhere is safe and so then they do it they fucking the, the, the you know there's there's a moment where Nyanaran is like, oh, damn, I'm I'm all upset about this shit because, you know, I just want to be with that lady. But then there's a moment where because because she like makes a gift, like a gift goodie bag to give to the lady. Um, and so she gets injured trying to protect the gift. And then like Nyanaran's like, 
you know what? No, you are a good friend. You put yourself out there to protect my fucked up, like, trying to get laid with a human woman gift. Thank you. And so they, they become closer that way, you know? Um, so they defeat the fucking, whatchamacallit, the, the path of germ. And uh, as they're, like, you know, winding down, they're like, you know, yeah, 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 you know, we, we ducked behind something. It's okay, you know, all that shit. A man shows up, and it turns out that the reason why this lady moved over here is because she just got married. <laughs> and Nyadaran, like, it, they straight up, they straight up draw Nyadaran, like, it, like they make a fucking reference to like Ashita no Joe, like the shot where he's like dead in the in the ring corner. They draw him like oh, in that pose, like within the black and white. <laughs> it's so fucked. Like it's yeah, it's they do that. He's the fact they gave this cat a chance at all, though. It's just man, that's it's, evil. That's evil. It's evil, and then. <laughs> right at the end of the episode I right at the end of, so of course the dog got sick but then it was cured after they defeated it but then at the end of the episode the dog gets sick again but it's normal sick <gasps> it's not a pathogen it's <laughs> normal sick oh my god so they that's that's the cliffhanger. The dog is normal sick. So I'm going to have to watch the next episode, see what happens. Like, what happens when the dog's normal sick? Are they going to be able to, like, tell when a pathogen shows up? Because the dog's just going to be sick already, you know? Like, they can't tell. So I guess we'll find out, you know? We'll we'll see how it goes. Um, but yeah, that's that's healing good. That's that's what's going on right now. Um. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Precure is always on one. That's just it's, the nature of its existence. It's evil. It's fucking evil content. But my god, do I love to watch it. I just fucking wa- I want like like watching it with the, with the with the people in fucking Chooch chat. It's it's a great experience. Like if you want to watch just the absolute dumbest possible anime, just come watch feel, healing good, healing good precure. I almost said feeling good because you know I do feel good when I watch that show though. It's it's fucked up, but when I'm hanging out with everybody and I'm watching that show and we're just yucking it up and having a great time and taking screenshots of the dog being sick. It's great. <laughs> Wouldn't have it any other way. I mean, I would have it one different way in that they should fucking translate it as latte, but otherwise, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, I don't know what's going on there. I don't know what's going on. But that's it. Um, alright. Uh, LV, are you okay with taking a rain check on the rest of these? Uh, oh, yeah, okay, of course. Cool. To be fair, like, I'm kind of actually a week behind. Oh, okay, so, so that'll give us a good time uh, next week. <laughs> next, next, two weeks from now, I guess, now. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. That'll give us good time. <laughs> alright, um, then we don't have any questions. I remembered. Yeah, we're done. Uh-huh. Yeah, there you um, go. Um, you do. Uh, so I guess I'll say our, our next anime. Um, mm-hmm. I got to pick, so uh, yes. <laughs> because I don't have anything deep to pick, I'm just forcing everyone to watch The Ancient Magus Bride. Ha ha ha. Ha. The first 12 episodes. Um, this is like going to be a rewatch. Right? This will be a rewatch for me, too. Rewatch number seven. Um, <laughs> oh, 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 
Oh, look at that. Uh, I, haven't, I haven't watched the show, but I read the first volume of the manga and I really liked it. So, well, then sure. Yeah, lots to look forward to. The only content yeah. warnings I have is uh, some, you know, nothing super in depth for the episodes we'll be watching, uh, you know, uh, parental abuse. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I, I don't know how I would tag the first episode <laughs> in terms of uh, content warning, but uh. I mean, there's like. Uh, slavery <laughs> slavery i guess yeah. like i guess that's what i say like kidnapping human, like objectification yeah yeah but know. it's not like I guess. bad it's fine it's not it's not it's not yeah. like uh i mean it's, it's bad, bad but, but it's, it's like, like uh, you know it's uh i don't know the words <laughs> yeah it's not like I mean, fetishistic also, i guess it's, it's not like it's it's wrong to it's I think it's also wrong to frame it like traffic. Yeah, like that's, I think yeah, it's yeah. But just letting like, people know. That's kind of what they're. I don't yeah. know how to. Yeah. So I just. But there's stuff of that yeah. vein happening. But I would not say that's exactly mm. what's happening. Yeah. Uh, so just be on the watch for that. And would not want to define it as that. You know, it's like a very yeah. specific thing. Um. So that's episode one through twelve. Um. Mm-hmm. Uh, is, is that the first season would you say or is it so just- the first so they did they it ran back to back the season mm-hmm. one and two um but uh i think it has an ending point so it should okay. be fine all right well i mean that's fine i mean honestly if we're gonna start doing just like first 12 episodes of stuff maybe we could find some things where like an arc is in the first 12 episodes we can start doing that yeah, that's um, what I was thinking we should start yeah. doing because I, I we're going to run out of shows that are just 12 episodes. <laughs> at I, mean, a point. Yeah. I mean, you know, I think, you know, we could just start looking into stuff that we haven't previously watched, too, because I feel like some, or that we weren't initially interested in because yeah, we, sure. we aren't going to run out of anime period no but, never but you know, we yeah. are going to run out of i think like there's a lot of like 18 episode animes there's a lot exactly, of like yeah. you know like weird stuff that we can we could figure out yeah we can I mean, figure like, it out and then like you, yeah and then there's gonna be like maybe shows where they're just not accessible mm-hmm. but they have that right. specific number of episodes yeah it's it's not go. a big deal um we'll yeah. we'll make it work we will make it work chuchigatri we will make it work that's our motto yeah um, there you go uh all right i guess that's everything then i'll just say uh mm-hmm. you know that you can get episodes of the show one week early patreon.com slash vgcc three dollars gets you everything early um mm. not everything but you know the things that are have early versions you can get them um yeah not our weekly podcast we because we just do that we just do that um all right i i guess that's everything if you do have anything you want to share or plug you can go for it um no, just, you know, Twitter at John underscore Machonsky, M-I-C-H-O-N-S-K-I. That's it. Yep, at L-V-M-A-P-A-R-A-N at Twitter. Mm-hmm. All right. That's it for me. Pog. Uh, that is it. That is... That pog, is the, yes, Pog. That, that's the podcast, yeah. No, yeah. The podcast. podcast. Oh, someone's someone's got to have that out there, right? Someone. I'm sure several. Well, of there's that probably like exists. at least twenty. Yeah. Dude, hang on. I'm. I'm. I'm <laughs> I, I. One can look it up right now. I'm, I'm doing it right now. I'm results. doing it right now. I'm on Pocketcast right now. Podcast. Uh, it's loading. Let's see. Just see those numbers. Yeah, I mean, it's probably loading. Yeah, po- one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. 
23. Yeah, this is there's there's at least like 30 on here. Um Yeah. So, there you go. And they all thought they were being original. Yeah, and you know, there's there's got to be some there's got to be some <laughs> real riveting conversation on the podcast. <laughs> all right, that's it. No more. We're not going in we covered so many topics that are like, like when we went through the skin fang thing, I felt like we made years of progress on a social <laughs> issue, like just discussing that. Like, I we can't go into podcasts. Yeah, now. I, 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 I think I, I think this is like one of the most important episodes of a podcast we've done. Like, this is like if we're gonna choose, if we're gonna choose an episode of Chuchigatri. If we're gonna podcast. put an episode, yeah, if we're gonna put an episode of Chuchigatri into like the Library of Congress or something, this should be it. Well, <laughs> for resolution, yeah. like it has to be to make <laughs> episode sure forty-five podcast. Like, that's podcast. the one that's in the <laughs> <laughs> the archives. Jesus Absolutely. Christ! <laughs> all right. Well, thank you both for joining, and thank Anytime. you everyone for listening. I hope you all have a good night, day, week, month, year, and see you next time. <laughs>